my name is Raf. I am playing Grinna, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I am um, playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinna. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. Hi, my name is Josh. I am from the Roll Together RPG stream, and I will be playing Killian Maxwell, a half elf warlock who has come to Barovia. He was with the party previously but has lost them and has joined up with the Tempest on their adventures. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, finding out the best and worst in this world and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Stride campaign. A warning, gentle viewer. Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed Dungeons & Dragons campaign, which means you may hear adult language or adult themes throughout this episode. Hello! Hello! Hello, hello! Welcome hello back. Oh, that was very lovely. Hey there. Oh. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lost Archives. As you can hear, we are rejoined by all of our lovely players. Um, unfortunately, Josh, uh, his webcam is not working tonight, but uh, you will have enjoyed the lovely dulcet tones of that um gorgeous south english accent south english is that am i picking that right it's a bit of everywhere southwest southwest southeast i'm, I'm a bit from i'm from everywhere i am central cool. english english <laughs> done english. the whole area of which is smaller than like greater brisbane but <laughs> <laughs> that has more dialects apparently just a casual flex there, House. I, mean, I don't know if it was necessary, but we'll take it, I guess. Um, that's right. This is just a, it's just the campaign where a bunch of Aussies bully this poor English man um, to the point where he now no longer will appear on camera because of the the severe mental trauma we have inflicted upon him. Um, the whole, speaking the of whole mental drop trauma, there situation is scared. It's scarred me for life. It's <laughs> fair. Have we told him about the uh, the emus yet? I don't even need to make up a thing about emus. They're just scary enough on their own without anyone adding anything to them. They want a no. war against the Australian. They're not even the worst bird. Correct. <laughs> I had a cop tell me a story where he had to mace an emu one time. Wow, that's what? nuts. Yep. That's pretty uniquely Australian, that experience, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. <laughs> a, because our cops don't carry firearms of any sort, so his only <laughs> defence was pepper spray. You probably couldn't tase him either with all the feathers. No, that wouldn't work. No, no, no. It wouldn't at all. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, we ain't even speaking about cassowaries yet. That's insane. Yeah. They, they get worse. There's yeah. Actual <laughs> dinosaurs. Worse. Literal raptors, yeah. Just actual dinosaurs, yeah. <laughs> um, well, look, I, we, we will be doing our Curse of Stroud campaign tonight. I know I left us on a bit of a cliffhanger last week, and I don't want to leave us too far before we get into it. Um, the only thing I will say is uh, uh, feedback has been noted. Uh, I may have 
had a bit of a graphical description during the episode last week of uh, some things which uh, were accurate medical procedures, but uh, terrifying <laughs> to hear for those who might not be familiar with them. Uh, because of the field in which I work, I'm numb to a lot of this stuff now, and uh, it's hard for me to know where the line is, but I now know where the line is, so don't you fear. I will be staying just on the other side of it, uh, the side where we don't have our players need to leave and take a moment to themselves. So I promise I will take it just a little step back from where we were last week. Um, for those of you who really enjoyed that content um i guess i'll find a way to slip it in in a slightly more subtle way in future and we've already got people on twitch saying more graphic descriptions please <laughs> right. so i can't that's not, even, that's not even one of us by the way yeah. no, i know i can't i can't win basically. traumatize them owen that's what he said <laughs> oh, gee, okay, sure. okay. We, did, we did joke just before we went live um whether or not my goal would be one by one to have each of the players break um and we're discussing the best way to do that to to jacob and we i think we all decided a toy shop special involving Maisie peters as the most annoying character ever would probably mean jacob maybe doesn't break in the game but does really struggle with listening to her music in future which for I me is know. a big win jacob's I, a bit of a shitlord though <laughs> i could see him loving it i could see him just he could I, I don't know there's i reckon there's endurance there personally Thank you. I think that might be the nicest <laughs> thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah. Well, there I you think go, whatever mate. would annoy you the most would be... Hey, Josh is here, by the way. Hey, did you finally plug it back in? I, I managed <laughs> to find where the actual on-off button was. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> never Tech! That'll do it. Let me chuck your camera in and I'll uh, I'll arrange it. But um, that, that's the only, the only news I have to share. Um, we will have... Uh, some slightly more fun uh, fun things coming soon. I've got some fun announcements involving uh, Avatar very, very shortly. Obviously, our Avatar Legends campaign is, uh, is a bit of a fan favourite, so don't worry, that will be coming back with a special Kiyoshi series very, very shortly. Um, we just need a little bit more time to get everything together, and uh, because I haven't yet moved across to the new place, I don't have access to the setup and some of the things that I need to run the Avatar just yet. So hold tight, it will be coming soon. Um, and that was the only fun announcement I have to share, uh, apart from Pal Word's really fun and it's taking up a lot of my spare time. Dude. <laughs> it's really yeah. fun. It's yeah. it's really fun. I it's... love enslaving these creatures. <laughs> Man, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. It's too fun. I, I really hope the Pokemon company look at this and go, okay, cool. We have a lot of work to do. Somehow I doubt it, though. <laughs> oh, no, there's no, no chance. absolutely no way they're going to do that. They're the biggest franchise in the world. They could put out the buggiest game. Well, they did put out the they buggiest did. game. They ever, did, yeah, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and it's still sold. So Look, they don't even have to put any effort in. They will still earn a lot of money next game they make, but I don't think they'll earn as much now. People like me, I definitely won't buy another Pokemon game. It's like the last one. Yeah. But I'm not Finally, yeah. buy it now. They're not pitching at you. They're pitching at twelve-year-olds. I know, but that's where they <laughs> fucked up. Like, like they forgot. Like, they got big because of our demographic being more than a little bit obsessed <laughs> in the late nineties. Like, yeah, they they, when they failed to recognize the target audience of people who have grown up on the outside but are still tiny little children on the inside and require those flashing lights and uh, pokeballs thrown at things to, to fulfill them inside, like to take the place of actual human connection. And that's almost our entire population from the 1990s. Anyone born 1990 to like 2000, and I'd say probably five, 
I think falls into that category, right? Where we need. Hang on, hang on. 1989 for me, thank you. <laughs> when <is> included <laughs> in it. Yeah, when did actually when did the first Pokemon game come out? I thought it was like 1991 or something. No, 1996. No. Uh, Golden Silver was 2000. In, in the West or in Japan? What do you want? Oh, it's a good point. I, 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 I will, I will upgrade that. Probably even the 1980s, because a 10 year old in 1990s. Even Not, like yeah, why I said 96 yeah, 19... the, the Japanese release. There you go. Okay, yeah. So actually, no, that's really fair. I should say 1980s onwards. Probably 1980s to 2000s. That 20 year gap. All of us are in desperate need of uh, of Pokemon games, and we will support most of those games if they just catered to that demographic. <laughs> we would buy them. Both copies. Red, gold, silver, blue. We would buy all of them because we're we, obsessed. We, we did that again when they re-released them for virtual console on the 3DS. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't help myself. All right, let's do Curse of Strahd. We're locked in. Let's do some Curse of Strahd. Um, but yeah, um, now that now that we know Power World is not going to get into any trouble and people streaming and doing stuff with Power World isn't going to cause any huge problems, um, I just wanted to be sure. I, I knew it probably wouldn't be a problem, but I just wanted to make sure we were okay. Uh, it'd be really shit to have something happen to the YouTube channel as a result of me playing Power World. <laughs> but there will be content coming. Um, there's a whole bunch of streamers who uh, have got a server that I'm part of um, and... We'll have some really cool stuff coming. So yeah, actually, has if you want the link to that server, I'll, I'll send it out to you. Yeah, how's multiplayer go? I've only been doing doing single. Oh, <laughs> it is dopamine <laughs> straight into my veins. It is great. Nice. It's really fun. It's really fun. I like well, having the syndicate members and calling them people names. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gregory's my best friend. Yes. Go, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Sending him out against a fucking land ball and watching well, him get wrecked. Owen, <laughs> it's up to you, but isn't there like a server that you sort of got? You yes, can get maybe it. all the cast from this channel and have them all play the ones that do play. That could be. You really do like fun. a stream or a video. Yeah, it's only thirty bucks. Everyone just go buy it. Go Re reenact the, the stream. <laughs> we could. Get the cleaver out. Oh my god! Five yeah. Seasons, but close you... enough. I did that the other day. I had a human that I caught. I had a cleaver, and I was like, "What do this does? Oh boy, <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works." Uh, I'll remind you of your graphic description to Tom yeah. on the following Monday. I'm not going to do that, Tom. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you again. Oh. Let's do our recap. Let's jump into the session and let's enjoy some Curse of Strahd. Our series has been following the adventures of the Tempest Adventuring Guild. Theo, Luther, Jonor, Grinner, Tithla, and newcomer Killian, an adventurer from a distant land. Having become trapped within the realm of Barovia while searching for some missing adventurers, the team have been travelling west in search of an escape. With Tithla's burns still requiring medical attention and Killian suffering from a vampire bite, the team have made the journey west to the village of Kresk and the abbey located in the mountains high above. The trip was made partly in the company of Nikolai and Stella Wachter, the last surviving children of the Wachter family, who also needed the assistance of a healer, Stella having suffered a mental break following exposure to an unstable portal in the town of Valaki. Having detoured slightly away from the Wachters to visit the Wizard of Wine's vineyard, the team have now reunited, reunited with them at the Abbey of St. Markovia. Greeted at the gates by two misshapen humanoid forms, Otto and Siegfried, uh, two mongrel folk who reside within the Abbey, the group confirmed that they were here for healing and posed no threat to the monastery, allowing the two mongrel folk to lead them calmly and peacefully into the Abbey courtyard. After a short wait, in which the team discovered strange sheds containing insane mongrel folk nearby, the abbot emerged from within the walls. A tall, human-looking male with a bald head and slightly alien-looking features, Theo quickly deduced the abbot was likely a being not dissimilar to his understanding of Archfey. Inviting the group inside, the abbot first healed Tithla's burns, removing the burnt and damaged tissue and regrowing fresh skin in its place. 
While Theo and Luther discussed the existence of a secret lockbox holding some goodies that the Vistani had previously asked them to steal, uh, Jonor had some insights into the true nature of the abbot. Meanwhile, Grinner seemed rather impressed with the magic on display and attempted to recruit the abbot against Strahd and the other dark power active in Barovia, offering his own body in trade, specifically allowing the abbot to swap his damaged liver for a fresh one from a werewolf. Unfortunately, the success the abbot had with helping Tithler wasn't repeated on Grinner. As the transmutation magic began to spiral into chaos, the party could only watch on in horror as Grinner's teeth began to elongate, his eyes turning slightly yellow. We left off last session as Grinner looked up to see Rose, the ghostly form, slowly transforming as well, her translucent figure taking on a more wolf-like visage as her arms began to elongate, claws replacing fingers. And we left off as Rose turned towards you, Grinner, and said, Grinner, I, I think something's wrong. Uh, and I believe you went, yeah, I know something's wrong. I've turned it into a wolf. And then you looked at her <laughs> and you watched as she threw her head back and howled, her muzzle, her face slowly starting to elongate into a muzzle, arms elongating, claws beginning to push free from her fingers. Um, we're going to jump straight back in. So the Man, I leave people were... alone for one session. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you leave them alone for one session. The abbot mentions to Grinner that his kidneys not doing kidneys and liver aren't doing very well, and he offers to trade Grinner's liver for an upgraded one. He says, oh, I've got this human who was partway transformed into a werewolf. Would you like that liver? It's probably better. And Grinner went, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I've got oh no questions. That sounds good. <laughs> There's also a brief moment where... Tithler was eating Grinner's liver fat. Um, so that what? Was it was just why. I think that's as far as I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually that. forgot about that. <laughs> I, I think I repressed it. <laughs> yeah. She spat yeah. it out. So thank you for opening the vault up again on that one. Um, we're going to jump straight back in. So Grinner, in the room with you, I believe Jonor and Theodore were in the room with you. Killian, Luther, yeah, and I would Tithler. not be there. No. I would be stopping this in its tracks. No, I, I, I had left to um, go oh, plan right. a robbery with... Um, with Luther. With Luther, yeah. So it's actually that just Grinner and Jonor in the room together. Killian, Theodore, Luther, oh you're sitting God. by Tithler's bedside. Tithler having just woken up. Luther, as you look at Tithler's skin, because that's right, we're going to jump over with the other guys first. Haha. <laughs> as you uh, as you look at Tithler's skin, it's perfect. There is not a blemish, not a scar. In fact, any of the markings, scars, cuts, uh, any any of that is gone. It's almost like she has completely fresh new skin, regrown, uh, perfectly. Tithler herself, when she first woke up, was a little bit confused and disoriented. Um, I had Killian give her a little a little hug. Uh, Josh, just because he noticed that she was a bit upset, so he sort of gave her like a half hug and she pulled him into a real hug. And then uh, while Theo and Luther were kind of discussing uh, potentially going looking for this this lockbox uh, that the Vistani had previously mentioned, uh, they were going to offer you a trade, right? Your escape from Barovia in exchange for the lockbox. And while you have learnt that that's a lie, that they can get you out, the lockbox still could be interesting. So the two of you have been discussing how to, how to steal that. Uh, Inside the abbot's uh, practice, Jonah, you watch as Grinner begins to twitch and writhe. Grinner, you feel your muscles almost on fire. And as you look down, you can see the hair along your arms starting to grow thicker. Your fingernails 
pulsing and aching, pushing against the flesh of your hands, your teeth. You can feel your jaw clicking and moving as bone grinds against cartilage inside your mouth as you feel your jaw dislocate for a moment and then crack back into place. Even with the anesthetic that the abbot had fed you, this feels uncomfortable. You can only imagine how painful this would be without that anesthetic dulling the pain. And as you see Rose throw her head back and howl, you watch as she vanishes, disappearing from view. Oh, fucking stop it. Stop it. What you, what's going on here? Abbott? Abbott? Jonah? What, what's going on here? Jonah, as you stare at the abbot, you can see the celestial runes that he had been channeling are now completely out of his control. As they swirl around Grinner's body, carving lines across his flesh that is quickly replaced by this dark grey-brown fur. It's almost like dusky fur. You can see the abbot, his eyes glowing wide, muttering in his breath in celestial, No, I can hold it! No, 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 please come back! Lysander, why have you forsaken me? just muttering repeatedly under his breath as the magic swirls around him. The runes cutting across his flesh as well, bleeding light out of the uh, the scars and cuts that these runes leave behind. The air in the room begins to grow close, feeling like a, a sense of pressure pushing in from all around as the magic swirls uncontrollably. Jonah, you can see Grinner. You can hear him begging for help. What do you do? I, I walk over to Abbott, I get right in front of his face, and I swap the Celestial. Go, hey Abbott, what do you need me to do right now? Tell me what you need. Let's let's shape the future. Okay, shape the future, I like that. It's a magic I have. I have no control, it is, it is wild magic. I, I, need, I, need, I need guidance, I need Lythander's light to help me. Lythander? You mean Lys- Lysander? Hey, uh, Luther, get in here right now. As you, as you run to the door and pull it open, calling out into the corridor, uh, I think might not be the best time to... Oh, no, perfect timing. Oh, no, uh, no, no, uh, it was just a quick thing, sorry. Awesome. Luther, as, as Jonor flings back the door to the practice, you can see glowing light, golden light flickering, almost like this black off purple color reflecting in the in the cracks of lightning as the as the magic swirls out of control as Jonal sprints the door, throws it open and calls out to you. Luther! I uh, look at everyone. Um, Tiffley, you stay here, you rest. Everyone else? That is ominous, that glow. Did you, let's go, come on, let's go. Get in here right now. We need Lythander. And I'm going to run back to the abbot. Okay, I'm going to run... Ooh, something seems off. Jonor gets flustered, but I've never seen him that flustered. Perfect. I'm going to throw us into a pseudo initiative, um, <laughs> just because I need to keep track of time for this uh, next little bit. So, uh, what I'll get you to do uh, is, yeah, if everyone could, if everyone could click on their tokens and roll initiative, uh, just so that I can keep track of things that are happening. And the abbot will go at the beginning of each round. I am much more preoccupied with my heist plans than than helping Grinnell. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to be fair as well, like Tithla's still recovering, and yeah. your focus would kind of be a bit split. Grinner, rather appropriately, with a twenty, uh, you are the first to react. As you look up, you can see the abbot shaking as one of the runes begins to twist 
and slam into his forehead, causing his head to sort of push back as you see this large cut graze across him. The, the runes, these magical lights, which seem to fill the, the air with these symbols, now taking on almost a physical presence as they slice into anyone coming close. As this one cuts across the abbot's forehead, you see light begin to bleed out through the cut. And as his head snaps down, the light from his eyes fades. And as he meets your eyes, you hear him say, I'm so sorry, before he is blasted back into the wall away from you. Uh, Rina, what would you like to do on your turn? So remind me, I was, the new liver's in and yeah. I've been stitched up or like it's been closed magically over. yeah magically closed so so the your old liver was removed uh he placed the new liver inside of you and began to seal it with some sort of transmutation magic which he has lost control of you are lying shirtless on the table your coat draped over the chair next to you um lying on this operating table no blood no cuts no open wounds they've all been healed but you can feel your insides squirming and moving as if alive and as you try to move you can feel your muscles protesting against you but I'm, I'm not transforming yet i'm just kind of and you wibbly, can wibbly, feel wobbly. your bones creaking you can hear the sound of grinding within you you can feel your fingernails pushing against your fingers the hair on your arms growing longer and your jaw shifting and changing something seems very wrong what uh there's medical equipment around, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, tables full of it. Tables and shelves full of medical equipment. Okay. And an um, alchemy, alchemy work table as well just behind you, probably about like two or three metres away from your head as you lie down, is, is an alchemy work table filled with decanters, beakers, jars, pipettes, all sorts of uh, glassware. All right, I'm going to grab... I would assume there's an obsidian knife somewhere on one of the tables um yep i'm gonna roll over like no no fuck this fuck that grab it and i'm gonna cut myself back open again and um i'm trying to get my liver out okay <laughs> not a recommended self self-care procedure <laughs> Uh, could i get a constitution saving throw please as you attempt to roll off the table grab a knife and and into yourself, essentially making an attack action. Oh my god. 16 for your con save. As you reach forward and grab at this small, I'm going to say yeah, like a small black glass dagger, probably obsidian, as you grab at it with your hand and you go to bring it back, as you look down at your hand, you can see your fingernails taking on a much more claw-like appearance. Your, your natural fingernails falling out as these small claws begin to replace them. As you stab into yourself with the knife, could I please have you roll me a d6? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry. There we go. Oi. Uh, six. Okay. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, you take eight points of uh, piercing damage as you stab yourself with this blade and try to cut into your flesh. Oh. You don't really know where your liver is, so you're just... <laughs> Having a best guess at this bad boy. Well, you, I knew you saw where, where the he abbot... cut me open before. So. Yeah, and you saw the abbot kind of like poke at it before. So you got you got a vague idea, but as you, as you stab it and cut across yourself, that's how much damage you take. Um, cool. Uh, Grinner, mm -hmm. uh, anything else on your turn? I'm doing everything that I can to avoid thinking about what the fuck I'm currently doing 
and am trying to get my fingers in and have a scoop around it, something liver shaped, because I saw it come out. So I'm going to find That's it. That's so again. gross. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to say that this is like, because your action is to cut into yourself, but you do have an extra attack, don't you? So mm-hmm. could you roll me a, I guess this could be a slider hand check? Uh, out of curiosity, <laughs> what's your medicine skill? Yeah. Uh, is that? It's oh. plus one. Medicine's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I was just wondering how much Grinner knows about what he's doing. Well, he's seen a lot of things fall out of people, but whether or not he knows exactly where they fall out from. He knows how to take them out and not put them in. Yeah. Which is what he's doing, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, that one. Okay. Uh, Grinner. For reaching into yourself with the. Oh my god, it's so bad. That hand's not going in slightly. Grinner. Um. <laughs> I mean, you're you're panicked, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is yep. just sheer panic. You just jab your hand in, grab the first thing you can find with your fingers, and tear it out. As <laughs> oh you, my god! As you, this is this is bad. As you rip okay, out. <laughs> Are you that color because it's green though, or have you just gone really white? <laughs> I'm all good, baby. Keep on going. <laughs> As you tear into your own flesh and and rip out, you feel pain more than the anaesthetic could ever overcome. Not excruciating, it's this dull pain. But as you look down, the horror of what you're doing kind of sets in. As you look down your hands and see lengths of this rubbery pink tube-like viscera covered in blood, bleeding heavily, coating your hands as you tear into this, and you feel this hollowness within your abdomen begin to form. Uh, I am definitely going to need a sanity check if that's okay. Did I just disembark? From everybody watching. Yes. This is part of your uh, this is part of your small intestine you have removed. Uh-huh. At least the abbot said he'd revive Damn it. it. Uh, yep. Where's there it is down the bottom. It's just a special skill. Yeah, I made it as a custom skill on D&D Beyond. Oh, so good. That's a 10. Um, that is a fail. <laughs> Uh, let's have a quick peekaroo at your current sanity, uh, Grinner. Actually, your sanity's fine. That's only taking you down. Okay, no, you're okay. Oh, and can we have a quick reminder on sanity? Yes, so the way sanity works, that's a really good call. Um, so the way sanity works is it's a, it's a role basically equal to either your constitution plus your, uh, intelligence or constitution plus your wisdom, uh, because you kind of have, like, different mental stats to help you overcome sanity, either knowing things or, or, or being wise enough to, to be able to analyze them and understand them. You also have a total sanity score, which is these two values plus 10. Uh, every time you fail a check by five or more, you go down a sanity and you roll a madness. When you drop below certain thresholds on that scale, so for example, Grinner had a total of 13 sanity as his maximum. He is now down to 11. Uh, if he was to drop to 10, that would then be a long-term madness that would then be triggered by that roll. <laughs> so good as opposed to the rampant alcoholism and depression that he's got going at the moment which are, which are not so one of the long-term. one of the long-term madnesses if you roll a hundred on it uh you realize that you're nothing but a series of numbers and descriptions on a piece of paper being controlled by some unknown entity <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I had a lot of fun with the madness table so that one was a really fun one. most of them are serious like genuine i tried to get as like obviously with the injury table with the sanity table trying to get as close to like realistic medical science as possible um with the madness table i chucked in a few curveballs because why not hey it's fun um and humans are capable of believing a great many ludicrous things so i thought that would be a fun one to chuck in and elves and satyrs and twins 
Yeah, Grinner, that's not good. Um, that's <laughs> nope. the end of your turn. Um, yep. I need you to roll me, please, a uh, another constitution saving throw. This one for something else entirely. Okay. Um... I'm looking for looking for a high this? number on this one. Oh, come on, buddy! Whoa, we got a crit. Is that a natural twenty? Yes, it is. Okay, Grinner. The shifting, moving sensation within your body, the feeling of your bones cracking and changing, seems to slow, and for the moment, seems to halt. Some primal part of you—the fear, the anxiety, the fight, flight. This bestial, this ancient reptilian part of your brain has wrestled control, not just over itself, but over your entire body. And for the moment, everything has stopped. Oh, cool. Good. Let's move on to Luther. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. First things first, I'm going to sprint up to the door and have a look at what's actually happening. As you look into the room, you can see a large, almost uh, octagonal room um in the very center is a large patient work table made of stone uh along the walls and uh, around the edges of the room are various bookcases full of books as well as numerous uh shelvings and uh, workbenches full of all manner of medical devices uh there's also a large alchemy table you can see that's been set up to, to distill uh chemicals liquids powders all sorts of things set up right near this uh, this main table sitting and on the edge of this table no shirt, no jacket, uh, bare from the the, um, the waist up. Grinner has stabbed himself. You can see, still holding the obsidian blade in his left hand, right hand. Your Does right he look like a wolf at the moment, though? We'll is, he right like, is he sort of like wolf, sort of Grinner at the moment? Not that visibly. Um, as I, I, I mean, I'm assuming as you slam the doors open, Grinner would probably like turn to look, given he's in this mm. fight flight mode. You can see his eyes are this orange yellow. Um, but apart from that, like it's mostly subtle. Otherwise, like his hair is much thicker on his arms. His uh, fingernails have gone out. There's like slight claws. But if he's holding around a knife, it's very hard to see. Um, you can see that his facial hair has started to push out a little bit. It's much more of a five o'clock okay. shadow than it normally is. Um, and yeah, as he, I mean, if if you could see inside his mouth at all, you could see his canine teeth are much more prominent than they were before. Uh, and the abbot. Uh, who is this very tall, willowy man, bald head, is currently slumped against the wall to your right, um, head down, muttering to himself. All around the room, you can see these glowing runes, golden, but flickering onto this like off-purple black colour as the magic swirls around. The room itself has this feeling of pressure, as if things are being pulled in towards the centre, towards Grinner. Okay, I'm going to immediately look at Jonah and go, what happened? Like, just like, he's I'm trying to like... Him, and he's failed. But what? Why does he look like that? He's he's given up or he's failed his spell. Why does he look like a wolf? Are you talking about wolf, Grinner? Wolf features. Uh, he's got a werewolf liver in him. You, what? This, 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 <laughs> yeah, he's werewolf liver. And you thought he's this was a good idea? Him. You thought this was a good idea? You, Joe Nor, who's smart and intelligent. There is one more thing I should add to the description, Luther. You can see on the floor next to Grinner is a partially dismembered body of a person partly through the transformation into a werewolf. What the hell is that? <laughs> Douglas. Okay. The donor. I, I can't wait to right now. I'm just going to rush up to uh, to Grinner and I'm going to mutter on my breath, don't let this happen to my family again. Not again. And then I grab my silver... Um, 
that is silver short sword. I place it on him, on Grinner, to start like weakening him. And then I start muttering under my breath, Lysander, please. I ask again, in his weakened state now with this silver, revert him back. Stop this. Please, I call you right now. I need your help. As you place the sword against Grinner's skin, you can see a very faint red rash begin to spread out from the contact point. Grinner, it doesn't hurt, doesn't feel painful. There's no like smoke coming up. It just, there's this slight discoloration of the skin around the edge of the blade. I don't even think Grinner would have noticed, to be honest. He's got his That's small not- intestine in one hand. <laughs> You've carly marred yourself, that. I basically. I, I, I see that and I put that out of my mind for now. Yeah, it's a, a self carly mar. <laughs> <laughs> as you um as, as you begin praying to Lysander Luther, could I please have a religion check with advantage? Okay, thank God because I'm not good at them. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm plus four. I lie. Eighteen. That's not bad. Okay, fifteen and eighteen. We'll take the eighteen. Luther, the connection you have with Lysander with with your God is a very personal one. Lysander saved you from a fate in your eyes worse than death, worse than anything that could happen, being turned into a monster that preys upon the weak, the helpless, was abhorrent to you. And the fear of that history repeating itself with your great-great-grandnephew in Grinner, especially now that you know the connections you have with him, and you've begun to, to see the family bonds that exist there, that fear pushes through whatever barriers, whatever mist obscures the light in this realm. And you feel a warmth suffuse within you. You watch as the magic runes suddenly seize in place and one by one begin to go out, the light disappearing from them. The red skin where the silver sword is touching Grinner slowly begins to turn back to normal. But otherwise, Grinner doesn't seem to change. Grinner, you no longer have those feelings of the bones shifting and moving anyway, so as far as you're aware, uh, Luther is there keeping you company, but nothing seems too different at this point. Just holding a sword to me. <laughs> Not holding it to you, I'm like holding like the I'm holding like the flat of the blade like yeah. pressed up against you like so I even not drawing any blood. Imagine Jared kinda of like Luther spins the sword around so he's holding the hilt at the top and then presses it down so his arm oh, yeah, is on top of the better. flat and then so it's, yeah. made, it's almost like you're putting your arm across him with the sword underneath it. So there's there's no way it could be threatening, right? You're not using it as a Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I kind of imagine if you're just trying to draw it as quickly as possible and do that, that's the natural way that sword would fit if you if you reach down and pulled it out and then immediately placed it that's the quickest way to place it against his skin um alrighty Luther anything else on your turn I'd say that's probably your action if you yeah, wanted to spend I've, your bonus action I'd say that you still can if you had anything else you wanted to do um I don't really have many bonus actions that would no, be, that's okay no dramas yeah, I think I think I think I've already done a fair bit I talked a while too so I could almost say that that's I think fair I'll, I'll end my turn there Killian, currently you are seated out in the main hospital wing. You can see eight beds on each side of the hallway. As I described last session, there's a few other people there currently taking up the beds. But at this point, you're sitting next to uh, Nikolai and Stella in one bed and then Tithla in the other bed. At this point, you were seated on the edge of that bed 
Tithla having just woken up from her procedure with the abbot, looking fully healed, looking perfect. Uh, when you hear Jonor cry out for help and watch Luther dash down the hallway to the uh, to the abbot's operating theatre and to his practice, I hand over to you. D- did the abbot get a chance to get to get round to me yet? Yes. Uh, have we done that yet, or no? no? I think I was saving that for when you were back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit Actually, to be honest, Tithla never should have gone first. We should have really um, kind of like let Tithla suffer for at least another session or two in keeping, <laughs> to keep in character with how these things run. That was discussed, but I, I think it was something like a test or a trial. Let's sacrifice Tithla first. <laughs> uh, Killian, yeah, unfortunately, you have not yet been attended to. Um, the abbot did say he would come out and help you, but it seems like whatever this was with Grinna, something's gone wrong. Very, very wrong. I'm not in any sort of a state to go and help um, because I'm still on 15 hit points. So as my max. Uh, so <laughs> can I just oh sort of sit, sit there with um, Tiffany and I'm going to go to get up, realize that I'm definitely not strong enough to do it. And I'm just going to sort of fall back onto the bed and be like, it's not fair for me to... Uh, to just walk off and leave you, Tifla. I'm going to. I'm going to stay here. The the others are more than capable to deal with whatever is going on in there. I'm going no, to stay with you. It's okay. It's okay. You can go. I'll, we should go. <laughs> no, no. You need to rest. You've just had new skin. Uh, uh, by the way, you look fantastic. Ah, uh, thank you. I know. Oh, the new skin. Sure. <laughs> you are now fifty shades of green. Oh, I was going for just one. Something's wrong. <laughs> it's the cheerful way you say something's wrong that I quite enjoy. Very realistic for someone coming out of like a really solid general anesthetic. Um. All right. Well, let's go. And uh, <laughs> Killian, under no circumstances do you think Tithla should be sitting up, <laughs> going anywhere no, no. near this. Tithla stands Sit up down. and goes to walk towards the door. No. Tiffler, come on. Probably 50-50 whether it's towards the door or the wardrobe. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob. Get Tiffler Jacob's not here. Break. Jacob got iced earlier. Jacob got poofed. Jacob's not been I, around. I'm delusional. I, I think yeah. I'm just oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what? I love Tiffler's the idea. Like, <laughs> Killing being like, Jacob. Jacob. Grabs, a Jacob. Cu- grabs a pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. Oh, Jacob, yes. Why am I cuddling Jacob? <laughs> Um, next to you on the bed, you see Nikolai. Stella's currently asleep. Nikolai sort of looks towards both of you, looking really confused. He goes, um, I don't I don't think either of you should be going anywhere near that. That's that looks... okay. We'll protect you. No, no, no. I, I think I should be protecting you. I um, I have a... And he reaches down and pulls out a short sword. Tiffa um... pulls out a dagger. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you. Tiffa, I was going to protect you. I was going to stand guard. No, I'm going to protect you. How about we protect each other right here? Yes, I'll protect you, and you, and I'll protect me, and you protect Killian. Killian, uh, Killian's a baby sometimes. I've Don't just tell him to that. Wrap myself up into a whispering to Killian. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, brilliant. I I love that you guys are having this moment of of joy while Grinna goes through what is probably the worst experience up until now. Ne- well, maybe second worst experience up until now. Yeah, his, I just uh, went through the worst experience. I get a moment. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Jonal, unless there's anything else Killian wanted to do, I will pass over to you. 
No, nope, I'm just shaking his head. Nope. <laughs> Jonor. Seeing Luther run in, place the sword on a uh, uh, devastated Grinner, and see some some celestial work going on there, some god godlike work rather. Uh, and seeing the magic actually work seems um, it, it would have shocked him for a moment there. He glances over at the abbot and see if he acknowledges the the work that's been done right in front of us. Does he does he realize? You can see the abbot is looking up, eyes wide, but the spell hasn't fully ended yet. You can see the energy still swirling around his hands, feeding the vortex of runes. And while the runes that are currently in the air have frozen and begin going out, the magic is still tethering him to Grinner. You can see weaves of light still binding him to Grinner's flesh as the transmutation magic is still active. It's just not progressing right now. I see he's looking at the runes flying around. Jonah calmly walks over to the abbot and gets almost in line of sight between him and Grinner, and he drops down to one to one knee, and he stares abbot in the eyes as his eyes get a gold tinge to them, and Jonah pops his shoulders forwards and two wings pop out, a big flush of, of golden light and feathers pop out from behind. And I leaned in slightly closer to his face. Hey, Abbot, you're going to have a bit of help from a, a few other Celestials here. You can finish that spell. Whatever you do to fix this, I'll make sure it's a success. I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, finish your casting of your spell. Okay. Could I have you please roll me a... Can I get you to make me a persuasion check with advantage, please? As you take on your, your Asimar form. Three, not so great. Thirteen, a bit better. <laughs> we'll take the thirteen. Good, good. As you, as you take on your, your Asimar form and whisper these words to him. I'm assuming, are you speaking in Celestial or Common? Celestial. At this celestial. Point. Yeah, awesome. And as you speak in Celestial, first time he's heard you speak Celestial to him, right? Because so far you've just been listening. He watches his yep. eyes suddenly snap up. The unfocused, almost madness in his eyes suddenly pauses. And you see this shrewd, intelligent, but very damaged man suddenly look back at you. And as your eyes meet, you can see the light, silver fleckle, uh, silver flecks, golden eyes looking back at you feel this strength and wisdom but inside it, it's held almost in like a cracked clay pot delicate on the verge of being lost forever but as you place that hand upon him and he get, like gazes into your eyes that strength that sense of knowledge that you have this commitment doing the right thing seems to flow through into him giving him strength in turn and as he returns your gaze he says nothing but nods and as he slowly begins to stand next to you you watch as his skin begins to bleed into a silver almost platinum like appearance as large angel wings burst from his back his form shifting taking on a much more muscular look as he stands up and stares towards the table where Gruner is sitting. However, it is not his turn, so he can't do anything else for the moment. Uh, anything else on your turn, Jonah? 
um, I would say to him, Lysander hasn't been answering your calls, but listen to the calls Lysander has been answering right in front of you. Very nice. And that's it. Theo. I should say held action. If he does a spell, uh, portent for my highest roll for him as well. That's that's what I would. I do. had a I had a strong <laughs> feeling that was your uh, that was your yeah. play. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Theo will be dashing in right behind. Actually, as soon as Luther moved, I I would have been following in behind. So I think you know a mere second behind um luther getting into that that room i'd be behind him seeing grinner fucking laid out and getting <laughs> lasso with his small intestine there um yeah it doesn't look good you don't get the sense that's it that's that's probably not what was meant to happen i will sprint over oh this is probably beyond slapping a healing word into it isn't it <laughs> <laughs> You get the sense yelling, "Get better!" at uh, <laughs> an intestine poking out of a uh, out of a stomach probably isn't going to cut it. Uh, look, regardless, I am going to to try. I will run over and um, apply a nice healing word to him. Perfect. Just in the Please. hopes of staunch some of that bleeding that's probably gushing out of him at this point. Yeah. Well, I can't put intestines back in with with, with a with a word, but um, hopefully just less bleeding out. Seven hit points. Not, Not bad. bad. That's pretty good for a healing word. I think that's, that's the best it can do, actually, for me. Yeah. Is it is it max <laughs> or is it almost max? I think that's a four plus my um, three in, in charisma. Shit, so. That is max. That is yeah. that is peak healing word. You have been fully healing worded. Not fully healed, but it's, just fully it's healing It's not much word. word. It's a healing poem at this stage. It's a healing song. Healing haiku. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I like that. Healing haiku. Get um, better. Intestines back inside, not on floor. <laughs> um, if that was actually a proper structure for haiku, let me know. I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> I hope it was. It sounded good. It sounded um, good. Yeah, for the rain I turn, I'd like to... It, in this room was one of the potential... Um, locations. Of locations. The so I'd like to yeah. spend some time... Uh, did, after I've taken care of my friend, just priorities. Around, just I love the idea of you rushing in, and then just meanders around the room. Love, yeah, Theo like rushes in, he's like, "Ah, you'll be better soon, mate." That's his healing word, and then begins rummaging through the cupboards. <laughs> Great. Yeah, uh, is there anything out that would appear lockbox ish? I'll get you to make me an investigation or perception check. Your choice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm full of concern, deep concern. 19. It doesn't appear like you're that full of concern. I think you're more full of concern of where the lockbox might be located. Um, to be fair, a lot of this is self-inflicted. All of it is. <laughs> <laughs> As you begin peering around the room, there are a number of small containers scattered across these benches, some of which you suspect probably contain instruments, some of which might contain herbs, might contain substances used in the process of healing or or for for understanding how the body functions but two of them in particular on the bookshelves one silver one wood almost 
about the same size as a cigar case, small rectangular, a little bit taller than your average cigar case, but these two boxes, each with locks on them, padlocks, very small padlocks, do stand out to your sylvan eyes. All right, good to, good to know. Yeah. The goat within you, like, sees these little shiny objects and the curtain and thinks that <laughs> curtain looks delicious, but also the shiny boxes. Good girl, curtain. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 don't make, they don't make curtains in, in these roles like they do in the Fae. They some... Nah, man. No one makes a silk curtain as good as the Fae do. <laughs> uh, alrighty. Uh, we'll go... I, we did technically skip Tithler's go, but it kind of sounded like we were doing Tithler and Killian together, so I'll, I will jump over. Because uh, I will say, though, Jacob did not click on his character when he clicked the initiative, so I can't take all the... Uh, I'm going to say that I did, and if it didn't work, then that's because technology fails. I definitely clicked on Tithler. There you go, uh, everybody. I will wait um, for your apology. You'll be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at the top of the round. Jonor, you watch as the abbot begins to try and maintain control over the spell once again, as he focuses now in this much more angelic form. Your suspicions before, Jonor, 100% confirmed. He is a Deva, definitely. But his skin, which would normally be this perfect, almost like a marble or silver appearance, you can see cracks across it where almost like a dark corruption has set in. You're not sure who else can see this, though. You get this, like, the others don't seem to have reacted. You get the sense you might be the only person seeing the abbot in his true Deva form right now. Something to do with your embracing of your Asimar nature. You get the sense that's why you're getting this this view of him. But you watch as the abbot begins to twist and weave the magic. Uh, I'm going to roll for him. Uh, are you going to portent no matter what he rolls? Um, yeah, I told him that's what I was going to do. Okay, perfect. Um, I, I will roll because I do want to see what he gets. It would be interesting. And what's your portent roll? Uh, it's a one. No, it's 15. 15. That is better. Yeah. <laughs> we were looking at a, a Ooh, solid eight until <laughs> you ported to that. Wow. I have Lovely. not rolled well for the Abbot with magic tonight. That was ever since Grinner wanted to get his uh, his liver updated. It has not been a good day for the Abbot as a spellcaster, especially after uh, Tithler's incredible 99 on a D100. Yeah. Um, Joe, yeah, it's the Abbot having a bad day. That's a good point. It was actually technically <laughs> Raph's roll. <laughs> I had forgotten that. Uh, yeah, Jonor, you watch as the abbot, at first slow and unsure, begins to build in confidence, feeling that support, feeling that strength and that conviction that you have that this will work out, that Lysander is on his side. You watch as once again he regains control over the transmutation magic, the chaotic energy bound back you feel this slithering movement in your hand and as you look down your small intestine slowly begins to back up inside of you as it is sucked back in the skin slowly folding over and resealing um, leaving not a single mark behind at all but the dried blood well actually probably wouldn't be dry it's still be wet at this stage your hand is still coated in wet blood and bits of viscera which uh, do not get sucked back in but as the, as the wound fully heals and begins to seal back over, the abbot finally lets the magic drop. And as it does so, he drops to his knees and you watch as tears begin to pour down his face. I will take us out of initiative now, just because we don't need to be tracking time anymore. None of the changes that 
had happened to you already, Grinner. None of them are reversed. Your eyes are still this golden orange color. You can feel your teeth in your mouth sharp against your lips where before they would have felt, it feels unfamiliar. Something feels wrong within your mouth. Your teeth feel odd, sharp against your tongue. And as you look down at your hands, you can see that small claws have replaced your fingertips. Tiny, but they are there nonetheless. These dark black claw-like fingernails. Grinner's hands are shaking. Noticing that everything's stabilized. Um, He's probably just going to drop the knife. As the obsidian blade clatters to the floor, you watch as it cracks along its uh, handle and splits partly open. These tiny little shards of almost like obsidian sand spilling across the floor underneath the table. The abbot doesn't wince, doesn't seem to even notice, just sits there kneeling, gently weeping. As Jonor keeps his hand, guessing on his back or shoulder, Jonor comfortingly, how it was before. Yeah. Um, I think Grin is going to kind of, hands still shaking, like trembling, he'll stare blankly, open-mouthed at the abbot, and then stare at Luther, who's standing there next to him, probably just staring at him staring into his eyes just blankly at this point just there's there's nothing it, it, this is a little bit too much right now <laughs> Grinner I'd like you to roll me please a d100 I'd like to know how far these changes have progressed and what changes I need to make to your character sheet please don't do it it's 71 okay uh Grinner What's your mm-hmm. current perception? Current perception? Like passive or... Just your or normal just... perception, active perception. Uh, plus Just pull it open now so I can have a look as well. Yeah, it looks like plus one. Brinner, I'd like you to make a note in your character sheet. When you make a perception check to smell, you have <laughs> advantage. Okay. Uh, and it's to hear, make... sorry, smelling and hearing. You have advantage. Smoking cigarettes is going to suck now. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear you that. Any... <laughs> so I will say, like, I'm still, like, over you, but I'm, like, eyes closed and I'm just focusing on a chant. So you sort of hear me sort of whispering under my breath. Um, I stand a morning lord, hear my plea. In shadows deep, I turn to thee, guide my kin through the darkest night, fill my heart with your warming light. Grant me strength when shadows fall. In your dawn, I stand tall. With each sunrise, hope restored. Lysander be my guiding lord. That is incredible. Did you write that? That was pretty good. That, made up did. that is that <laughs> hey, is unbelievably is... good. Um, holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just muttering that like yeah. constantly on repeat, like eyes closed, praying. I don't have the amulet anymore because I gave it to the uh, the mother, but I still like to think that even without that, I'm still. You know, obviously, like Lysander's still there, so I'm just yeah. on repeat. I haven't even noticed anything else that's going on. I haven't noticed that Grin has woken up and that there's change. I've just been stuck in that, focusing on that. And I will say this, you probably hear Kin, that I keep saying that, like, that keeps popping up, which is mm. interesting. Yeah. Grinna. I'd, I'd probably, I'd put my hand on top of Luther's 
seeing as he's kind of doing his thing just to make him aware of the outside world. I shake free of it. I just can't. I take. I, I have a look at you. See that, like, obviously something is paused. It hasn't reversed, but it's paused, and you sort of see, like, me breathe a sigh of relief just for a little bit. It'll probably just pat you on the cheek and just go. All right. Cheers for that. <laughs> 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 Look, a font of gratitude, big winner. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Thanks, mate. You can fuck off now. I don't need your physical contact. What I'll do is I'll like, because I got so caught up in it and I was so wrapped up, I would sort of like stumble back and just sort of like, just, I'm almost like exhausted. I just called, oh my God, and they used me as an instrument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that sense of warmth within you, Luther, you haven't felt it that strongly since that first time you beseeched Lysander for help and you had that the, the curse of vampirism halted it felt the same that warmth flowing through you how are you feeling uh, well uh, uh, we're not not great mate um, I made uh, I don't all my bits and pieces. Oh my god! I, I, don't, I didn't even notice that before, to be honest. Like, I don't think Grinner would have. Like, sorry, I don't think I would have noticed that. Like, as Luther. Oh my! Why is there? Ho- I look around just for anyone who's. I'm like, oh, oh, I just get a healer's kit. I have a healer's kit, so I, I get that out. I immediately start patching him up. Well, it's it's mostly just blood Shush. on the outside, but Shush. no, it's all right. don't stop talking. We'll get to this. We'll get to you later. <laughs> you're in trouble, Mister. You're, you're in, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck you, doing with a wolf sliver, man. Wait, no, no. I'm angry and disappointed. Yeah. Well, honestly, as I'm stitching him up, I'll talk to him. And be like, what happened? What drew you to this point? Well, get your fucking needle out. It's all fixed. It's just blood on the outside, mate. It's you're holding a small intestine in your hand. Oh, I was. As, you, as you begin wiping away the blood, Luther. It, the skin is fully healed. It's, you, you swear oh, you saw him okay. holding sections of his small intestine before, but whatever magic the abbot finally summoned at the end then, it's fixed him. It's just blood. Huh. He's just covered in blood of his, of his own well, blood that's... that he himself okay. cut open. <laughs> that's... Huh. Okay. Right. But I think it makes perfect sense Luther wouldn't have noticed that straight away. Like, it, it no. looks awful <laughs> until you start wiping the blood and viscera away, and then you're like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> It's just on the surface. So, how did we get to this point? Just, just, yeah. Right, look, one sec. Grin is going to kind of just gently push him a little bit further back, stand up, crack his neck. He's still shaking. Stride over to the abbot and grab him by the lapels and lift him up. As you do so, you see the abbot as you saw him before, this this slightly willowy man, pale skin, bald head, very uh, almost like yeah, silvery gold eyes. And as he looks you in the eyes, you can see him weeping visibly, whispering something over and over again, a word you don't recognize. Jonor, you do. And Celestial the Abbot is whispering, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Just almost like a mantra, like he's retreated within himself. The, the wise 
powerful figure you saw before, gone. Once again, this broken shell of a man, all that remains. Journal, oh. why is he saying sorry? I also know Celestial. Ah, nice. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he was casting before, and I think I think he believes he failed. Well, he clearly he clearly did. Yeah. What? But what the fuck I, was he, that? So we got him to channel Ithander. Why? While we were in the other room, what was going on in here? How did so we get the, to this point? When I said goodbye to you all, you everything was oh not goodbye, but when I, you know, left you for mere minutes, how did we get here? That's actually a good point. From Luther's perspective, the last conversation you had with him was, well, I, I don't really want to watch Tithla get her skin removed. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go check on the Wachters. And then Tithla gets brought out, you check on Tithla, and then you see Grinner and the Abbot and Jonor. Did you help carry the wolf body to Theo? I think you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, 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 carrying this yeah, like half-transformed <laughs> human lycanthrope into the into the practice way, and then Theo emerged. But you had no idea what was going on. And I say even like in your in your minds, like you know, the abbot has specimens. He discussed it with you guys openly that he, he had been doing experimentation. Like I don't I don't think it's it's without any doubt that you you had no idea what was going to go on here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Grinner did say he's got a bit of a role want to me I mean we, we didn't hear any of that but you, you guys were there pretty open with the yeah do what you want well there was nothing yeah. about this causing any fucking damage I'm, I'm gonna punch him in the face punch the abbot in the face <laughs> yes or yep make me an as you go to punch him yeah I'm gonna try and throw myself in the way the MMA ref just between throw the body between the big hulking man and the feeble man. Okay, perfect. In that case, then, I'll get you to make me an unarmed strike, uh, Grinner, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give the abbot basically the benefit of flanking from journal. <laughs> okay. So he'll get a plus two to his AC. Oh, my God. 25. Um, <laughs> unfortunately... Like Jonor's body doesn't get in the way as much as Jonor was probably hoping. Your punch connects with Jonor and then connects with the abbot. Jonor just sort of spun off to the side, <laughs> so it just knocks Jonor aside. Um, as you as you deck the abbot in the face, you watch as his head snaps back and then slowly lowers again. His eyes sort of blinking for a moment and then they snap open and look at you. The tears suddenly stopped, and he reaches up very gently with a hand slowly begins to pull your hand off his lapel I don't I don't yeah I do I let him do that yeah right you're back what the fuck was that you silly twat the the magic it went wild it was uncontrollable it just it was the worst I've seen in a long time this place warps magic but this was something else something about you seems different like there were multiple conduits for the magic it went to more than just you what are you oh can i try and summon the kids yes you can it's it's a barbarian feature um what so when 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 you summon them intentionally because so far mostly they've been summoned unintentionally when you summon them intentionally how does grinner do it what does it look like it's been a while since we called upon them that, uh, it the, has. The brother and sister. Um, it's 
there's not a huge amount of external like you, you'd probably see Grinna have to focus and concentrate for a second which you know even that's unheard of um and the the back of his hand will glow with the the mark and it, it'll pulse and then they'll just be there there's not any pomp or ceremony to it really they're just um there it, it's very uh subdued sort of situation yeah and when you consciously summon them other people can see them too this is and this is kind of like a, a fusing of, of two of your features we're kind of uh mixing together the uh, ancestral protectors and the spirit shield to make them kind of visible as you call upon them summoning these two spirits in place rose and thorn look very different well sorry i should say rose looks very different to how you remember you can see thorn rushing up to his sister like confused and terrified before you a large bipedal lupine form stands there mouth slightly open panting ghostly almost transparent but the eyes glowing with this almost red light as it looks around the room hunched over arms much much longer a long bushy tail pushing out gray almost black gray fur forming almost like a mane around the shoulders and then running down over the back no, 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 no. Rose. The head snaps up. Canine eyes staring at you. You in there, love? You watch as the head slowly looks down at the hands as they raise up these large, clawed hands. The head slowly turns towards you and nods slowly once. Oh, absolutely fucking not. Grin is going to fly into a rage and throw himself at the abbot. You fucking fix this, you cut. Okay. Uh, I'm going to suspect I think I might chuck us back in initiative for this a little bit. <laughs> just, just for the... Uh, just, I think we might keep that. Yeah, I think... Uh, let's... Tom's out. We're doing the same Tom's initiative Tom's or a new one? <laughs> uh, I think let's let's roll new initiatives because I think... I think this is significantly a different enough setup that I want to kind of, yeah, I want to, I want to be able to, to manage this a little bit differently. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get everyone to roll me new initiatives. Uh, Jacob, you have to select Tithler first and, and then roll the initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick question for the group. Other than clicking on Tithler, yeah. how do I do that? Just hey, the nat zero. Just click on <laughs> natural zero. Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god. How is it a natural hey, zero? Tithler moves first. It's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and minus one. Well, that's that is impressive. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, good lord. Uh, I still don't is... know why you're. I don't know why your character is so buff. You're so like. <laughs> my, my strength is so fine. Th- it's the dex and con that are bad. <laughs> well, Ed, all the muscles are just for show. They're not. Yeah, functional. I'm a body. I'm a full bodybuilder. Absolutely no fitness oh, whatsoever. I was watching. I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine where Terry Crews tries to do yoga and then like breaks his back. Yeah. <laughs> that's essentially what Theodore is. Or that time he tries to run, or the time he tries to parkour. Or... Oh, I love when he runs when he's hurt his back too. And he does a little shuffle. That's Theodore. <laughs> Terry Crews is an incredible physical actor when given the space to do oh, so. Yeah. Right, like phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to use the uh, the priest token for the abbot just because the uh, the one I've got I don't want to use just yet. It's a it's a nice spicy one I want to save for just for, just for the moment. 
Um, alrighty, so uh, this is going to be fun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the fourth session in a row that you've had to say something like that. Don't <laughs> 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 you try to KO <laughs> Strahd? <laughs> to be to be fair as well, you do seem to be very committed to to some very like questionable behaviors that you then immediately put on whoever happened to be complicit in them. Which <laughs> I find hilarious. Hey, you can do whatever you want to my body as long as you help me. Ah, fuck you, bro. <laughs> How dare well, you touch yeah, my to body? to me, not to the kids. Fair, he, fair. You didn't tell oh. him. You didn't warn him about them at all. How was he supposed to know that you were bound? That is also because they're already dead. I, I assume he's some kind of mind reader. That's right. You didn't think, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Let me quickly roll for the abbot and let's see the damage. Um, brilliant. Alrighty. So in order, we've got Tithla up first. Rather appropriately, Tithla sounds like it's all calmed down in the other room. Sounds like it's all okay. Um. Gillen, it, it sounds like it's all calmed down in the other room. It sounds like it's okay. Well, get back into bed then and rest. Okay. It's thwack. <laughs> okay. Um, well, she puts her dagger away, and grabs a pillow and grabs the other pillow and cuddles up and you just she shuts her eyes and goes, Good night, Jacob. Good night, Killian. Good night, everybody. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> uh, it's at that moment, Tithla, right as you're about to fall asleep, you hear, Aah! as uh, Grinner begins <laughs> raging and uh, throws himself at the abbot. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. We still haven't fixed Killian. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Isn't that? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know Killian was still horribly maimed. <laughs> Killian has a maximum <laughs> HP right now of 15. <laughs> like, a, oh stiff, a stiff breeze could genuinely take Killian out. It's fine. Tifla went 40-odd sessions being completely maimed. I think Killian can it's go true. probably one without dying. I don't know. No, you can't. We're not letting that happen to Killian. That's a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all in the name. Critical Killian. Liability Tifla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. It rolls off the tip. <laughs> We've admittedly been making our way to the abbot for like for this reason to we help. for a brief yeah, like correction and like that way. <laughs> If you had oh, a draw, yeah. it would have looked like a bowl of spaghetti. That's it. We had to do the bloodless coup. <laughs> you did have to do True. the bloodless coup. That's a good point. Um, Grinner, uh, bonus action, rage action, unarmed strike. Uh, uh, yeah, just unarmed striking. At- <laughs> Yeah, Hate me an attack. This is going to be... I can already see where this is going. This is going to be good. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. That is just enough. Is Jonah still protecting him? Uh, good. Jonah was kind of like pushed away by the first attack. I'd... Jonah, would you, would you still be trying to... Uh, they started talking a little bit. I would have backed off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Fair it was enough. quite sudden too when he just started laying into him again. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, in that case, then, um, yeah. Grinner, roll me some damage. Uh, it should have come through. I think it was seven, seven damage. I'll mark that off right now. As Add the... some for your rage as well. Yes. Oh, yes. How do I do that again? <laughs> what do I add? Uh, this it'd be a, a standard, yes. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure it's two. 
Uh, so that's nine points of damage, yep. and uh, you get another attack if you'd like to use it. Uh, I don't think I'd do because my bonus action was to rage. Oh, uh, right. Works? Uh, no, but I your attack you still action actions. is two attacks. You still have oh, okay. a... Yep, I'm pretty sure you still attack two actions. your attack action is two attacks. I'll do it again. Then. So they count as one I action. believe you have the feature extra attack, which specifically lets you make an attack. We did, we did. I was going to introduce a community summoned NPC this turn. Bryn Brassax spent some channel points to summon an NPC, but um, it's going to be hard to sort of shoehorn that in <laughs> to this somehow. Uh, Grinner, that's we'll a 22. Crazy meters. That definitely it will hits. Come, it will come, Bryn. It will come. Six damage. Additional two damage for rage is eight Almost. damage as you smash the abbot again, just punching twice, I'm guessing, directly into the face. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, no, no, nothing from Grinner, but feel free to just pull him off. As you do this, Grinner, and begin attacking, you feel a clawed hand grab at you and try and pull you back as Rose tries to with almost like pull you off the, uh, off the abbot, but in her ghostly incorporeal form, there's not a lot she can do. Uh, Luther, it is your turn. Yeah, look, I'm going to run... I'm not going to pull Grinner off, but I'm almost, I'm going to, in my mind, I'm going to go, um, Rose and Thorn, come with me now, please. Stand next to me. I'm going to interject myself. I'm going to push at least Grinner. Like, at least he's like done some punches. I'm yeah. going to stand in between him and the abbot, and I'm hoping that Rose and Thorn will appear at either side of me. Um, yeah. Especially because we've got some kinship um, and just present like almost like, just try and like reason with him a bit. Look, look, stop. What's been done is done. We can talk to the abbot later, but now you need to calm down. We need to reflect on the next move we're going to make. We're here. I hopefully, point at the two children next to me. Yeah, Thorn. Thorn rushes up to your side and stands beside you. Rose, though, as Grinner goes into a rage, you watch as something seems to be happening to Rose. She sort of shakes her canine head. You can see her taking on this much more bestial-like behavior, almost like Grinner's rage is manifesting in her as well. Wow. I'm going to place my hand on Grinner's shoulders while I'm like, I'm sorry that I left you all alone for so long. I didn't realize this was bad. <laughs> do you want to do you want to do a persuasion contested persuasion check, Grinner? Do you want Luther to roll a persuasion check against your? Um, I guess it'd be like your your anger, so you could do it as a yeah. I guess as even a, a charisma or a, a strength saving throw. I'd argue you could use either for the rage. And I I would also argue because this is out of this rage is out of fear and upset. It's not out of anger. Give Luther advantage on this as well. Sure, Luther, you have advantage on your persuasion check. Grinner, I'll just need a charisma saving throw from you to contest his persuasion. 18 and a zero. <laughs> a zero? <laughs> I'm not built for... Oh, wow, I beat oh. by one. Oh, 17. Grinner, it's <laughs> fucking close. <laughs> but Luther's words do at least get through to your conscious mind. I'm also hoping that when I touch him, I still have some of Lysander in me, and it provides him a little bit more warmth, just to yeah. calm him a little bit more. Yeah. So that might explain the that one. Maybe I was a 17, and Lysander bumped it up to 18. <laughs> You've got Lysander in me. <laughs> um, that sounds better. 
It does sound bad, doesn't it? There was a this is this is a very slight aside, but there was a there was a there was a Christian song that our school sang once. So hear me out. I promise this fits in. And one of the lines was "God be in my mouth," which no. in no context is ever okay. <laughs> um, and obviously meant that everyone, oh, whoever sang that song, changed the words because it's easy to just change the phrasing slightly to gobby in my mouth and no one's going to call you out on it. <laughs> and um, I hope that I hope that that song is still sung at the school today and I hope people still change the lyrics to that because it's fucking great. <laughs> it made me happy every time. <laughs> it's just such unfortunate lyrics. Like, why would you still have that? Seriously, what were you thinking? Um, perfect. As you as you gobby on no, sorry, as you Lysander on Grinner, <laughs> as you oh as God. you as you fill Grinner with Lysander's warmth and light. Um, anything else on your turn, Luther? Um, no, I think I've done what I want to do. I'm just presenting like a wall between him and the Abbot with Rose and Thorn. Even calling them and doing Lysander stuff, it's probably enough. I'll end my turn. Alrighty. Abbot. You watch as the abbot reaches up and wipes at his lip, which has been split open by Grinner's attacks. There's no red blood welling up there. Instead, this liquid silvery gold substance begins to slowly pool aside as he reaches up, wipes his lips and looks down at the, the blood and then rubs it between his fingers. You watch as he pauses and considers for a moment then slowly turns and looks towards you, Grinner. He had a bargain, an agreement. What has changed your mind now? Hmm? You agreed to this. You'll see that all of the fight has left Grinner. He's struggling to stay on his feet at this point. And he's, he's not even looking at him. He's got eyes only for Rose at the moment. Could you roll me a D one hundred, Grinner, as the rage so if you're if you're purposely letting go of the rage? Yeah. Right, could you roll me a D one hundred? So I need to see if something fun happens. Baby, come on. Ooh, it's not six Grinner. As that sense of fear and anger is replaced with a sense of shame and grief would that be appropriate to yeah absolutely there's a lot of shame you watch as rose her bestial like behavior suddenly slows and stops and as she looks up at you you watch as her eyes slowly bleed back into a much more human looking color the red glow disappears from them and a golden brown replaces them as her limbs slowly begin to shrink back she takes on the human appearance once again. Her, her clothes almost torn and ripped, but slowly reforming. Her ghost-like form healing as it returns back into her, her original form as you recognize her. Thorn, seeing this, goes, Rose! Oh my god! And like runs up and grabs her in a big hug. And as she holds him and looks up at you, the same golden eyes that you now have and places a hand on Thorn's head, you can see her fingernails are the black claws same as yours. She looks at you, pale, translucent, but also pale, <laughs> a little bit afraid <laughs> as, she, as she stares at that you. That must look so weird. <laughs> looks down at Thorn, looks up at you, and then slowly places a finger to her lips. 
places a hand back on Thorn's head once again. Uh, with you not really concentrating on the two of them anymore, I'd say they probably would vanish back again because they're, they're only there when you kind of like actively call upon them as the two two ghosts fade back away again. Yeah, something seems different. You can feel it. Something's changed. Something important. I think, depending on what's happening with the initiative, but Grin is just going to drop to his knees and then just curl up. Uh, he's just sobbing at this point. Okay. The abbot slowly cocks his head as he looks at you on the ground, lowers his hand, seeing there's no, there's no further fight left in you. Turns towards you, Jonor. Nods. Sinks there is much that we need to discuss. I ace him, our friends. Come. Think we will retreat to my study for the time being, you and I. We'll leave these two to recover. Yeah? I can do that. Yeah, no worries. Luther, you've, um, you can look after Grinner, right? No, I've got him. Go ahead. All right, I will thank you. look at the. I will look at the uh, abbot though with a bit of a alarming look though. Yeah, I. You can notice that. Doesn't return the look at all. Just seems focused on Jonor. And as he begins to walk out of the room, he pauses for a second, looks back at Grinner, nods, goes. Well, the experiment was a success in the end, despite the difficulties during the initial installation of the liver, but I think this was a resounding success. I will make notes for future. Perhaps uh, a liver well, that is... Well, not uh, for you, of course. Not your efforts. Will he you, ever turn back into a human again? What is he right now? Is he in, like, a quasi-state? He has been enhanced by the, the liver and the magic. More than what he was before. Much stronger. This is what he agreed to. He wanted a strong liver. We offered some options. He said this one was a good liver for him. I think it will be a good fit. As for the ongoing effects, it could have been much worse. At least he is still symmetrical. But is he a werewolf now? Uh, no, I think the magic was, was interrupted. Uh, your... Efforts and the efforts of your Asima friends were, were more than sufficient to allow me to regain control over the magic once again. Uh, no, I do not think he is a werewolf. But uh, I think there's a there's a bit more than that actually. Did you, I think Lysander had a fair bit to play with this one as well. You watch as he smiles, a very sad smile, and turns towards you, Jonor. Oh, that would be nice to think, wouldn't it? It's a Lysander, 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 Lysander. The nod of this god, my god, by a different name. It would be nice to think that his light reaches us even here. But this place is I, beyond I, his sight. I'll look at him and, and I'll I'll say, you would be surprised. That's all I say. Just leave cryptic. I, I, you know, I don't push it if he doesn't push it. All right, um, I'll be with the abbot. 
As you do walk away and the abbot walks up, I will quickly talk to Juno and be like, just be careful. There's something off. Mm. Uh, at this point, Juno doesn't share that he knows that he's a Deva. Fair enough. Alrighty, Juno, as you and the abbot begin walking off down the corridor, uh, you walk past Tithler and Killian. Um, Tithler tucked in bed, Killian sitting on the edge of the bed looking <laughs> really, like, pretty hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling Tithler would have an exceptionally annoying snore. I did have a feeling. And you were surprised that it wasn't the case. Uh, so as the abbot, <laughs> <laughs> so as the abbot and Jonah begin approaching uh, Tithler, Stella, and Killian, the abbot pauses for a second, and then looks down at you, Killian. Yeah, oh, I did. I did say that I would take a look at you once we had finished with the goblin, but uh, we were sidetracked by the experiments with, uh, with the scarred fun. Perhaps it is best if we uh, we wait a little bit. The magic is, uh, is a bit, uh, I would say, a little bit chaotic at the moment. It is not quite how it should be. I uh, need time to gather my thoughts and, and uh, regain my, my energy, and then I will be able to, to heal you. That That is fine. I will I'll take this opportunity to uh, go to sleep. Please feel free to climb into one of the beds. There are more than enough. Uh, just try not to disturb the people. I lay down people. next to Tiffler. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes, that's fine. You just say me, 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 me. <laughs> I like the idea that you're both happening at different times, so it's just this like perpetual just no stop. Perfect, Jonah. As you as you follow the abbot, Grinner and Luther. Grinner's still on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we'll talk right now for much. To be honest, I think we're both just exhausted. <laughs> No. So I'm probably just going to sort of sit in the corner, put my feet up, relax, um, and just watch Grinner like a hawk that he doesn't do anything other, like anything else stupid. Yeah. No. Fair enough. As so we you probably are... won't be doing too much, I imagine. Hmm. No, that's that's perfect. Uh, uh, you guys spend some time in there, Jonah, as you follow off with the Abbot Tithler and Killian. Um, as Jonah and the Abbot leave the room, um, it grows quiet once again. Nikolai. Uh, turning back to Stella and slowly sort of like brushing back her hair, making sure that she's okay in her sleep. Um, for about sort of five or ten minutes, it's pretty quiet. The sound only broken by the most horrific fucking annoying snoring. Until the doors, the doors to the entrance of the hospital at the far end uh, suddenly push open and striding in you can see otto um the mongrel folk that you'd seen before the slightly more uh, donkey like looking mongrel folk leading a, a very tall looking elf quite pale skin dressed in uh very well put together traveling clothes um clearly meant to be um yeah cl clearly designed to last a very very long time very like well made probably quite expensive um hard to judge age in elves if he was human probably mid to late 50s in appearance um but um yeah very very tall even even for an elf quite quite tall about six foot four um you can see that his hair is actually pulled back um and is is held back into a series of braids at the back of his head um a little bit unfamiliar Pro probably judging by his complexion judging by his appearance 
Killian, I, I'd say given your you're half elf, aren't you, Killian? I am indeed. Yeah, so given given your your ancestry, you'd probably put him somewhere on the lines of a high elf or maybe a winter Aladrin, just uh, not quite of not quite the blue complexion to his to his face, but but a much more pale, sort of more refined appearance than let's say a wood elf or a um uh, or a or a half elf. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> But uh, as, he, as he strides into the room and pauses, you see as he looks around, uh, Otto sort of looking up going, Well, do you see your friend? Elf sort of pauses, turns and looks over the beds. No. Sorry, I don't, I don't think I do, fortunately. Oh, well. Oh, the ones, the far end, the ones that are sleeping. Could I have a closer look at them, please? Just to make sure. Well, the abbot is engaged with his studies, so I'm, I'm sure Otto could lead you where you needed to go. Thank you. Otto, that, that would be good. Please. And with that, Otto leads this tall figure down along the beds, towards the far end, towards the uh, the uh, practice, the, the, the operating theatre where the uh, the abbot had been uh, otherwise engaged and where Luther and Grinner are currently. As he... Could I... Yeah. Very briefly interject before you go ramming some characters into here. Hey, because I'm also in that room. Yeah, man. And as soon as that abbot went out of that room, yeah. Can I get a closer squeeze at those boxes? Yeah, because you're in the room with Luther and Grinner. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you want to? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you've already rolled a perception check as you as you go up and have yeah. a bit of a look. Yeah. Um, small padlocks. They are locked. Yeah, small padlocks uh, hold the lid closed. The the metal looks. Uh, maybe like a, a very, very polished iron, or perhaps maybe not a very well refined silver. Um, yeah, a, a sort of silvery metallic metal um, that is slightly tarnished, but does look to be well crafted. The boxes themselves, uh, both are made of wood. One of them's been painted with what looks like a, a metal leaf. The other one, just the natural stained wood color. And these were roughly cigar boxed in size. Yeah, a bit taller than an average cigar box, but otherwise, yeah. Give them a quick little shake. Okay. <laughs> As you shake, which one do you shake first? The the metal clad one? It's called we'll the iron wood. clad one or the wood one? The wood one. Okay, perfect. As you shake the wood one, you hear the sound of glass and liquid moving around inside. Could I please have you roll me a D100? I want to see if it survives this treatment. It's a gentle shake. You could do it as a slider hand check then. I'll get you to roll a slider hand check. Ah, oh, fine. Let's go. For a gentle shake. Let's go to 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> you that scared about a slider hand shake? 71. Um, as you shake the box and hear the glass tinkle, you freeze <laughs> and immediately lower it. There is no sound of breaking glass, but the sound of sloshing liquid continues for a few seconds. Uh, and the silver clad one? As you give it a shake, you hear the sound of something, almost like a dull thudding, like the sound of something heavy hitting the sound of something that's muffling noise a bit, something soft, maybe like a material or a felt inside the box, protecting whatever's in there. And the Vistani gave us no description of the lockbox, did they? They just said lockbox. Yeah, I mean, you, the Vistani said, like, if you want more details, let us know and we'll give them. And I believe Grinner said, fuck you, and punched them in the face. So I, I'm paraphrasing. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't remember hitting anyone there <laughs> in the face. I hit the Vistani the on the body. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, if if Theo doesn't remember a, a really 
exact description, I'm going to say, sorry, if Haz doesn't remember an exact description, I'm going to say Theo probably doesn't remember an exact description. To be fair, it was about a week and a half ago, probably about two weeks ago in game time. No, more than. You've been here for like three weeks. It's been about three weeks in game time. So it was a while ago. A lot has happened in those three yeah. weeks. Bloodless coup? Like, need I say more? Um, Vaporizing the help? <laughs> like, there's been a lot that's happened. Yeah, the help was vaporized. Um, I'll see if I can flag Luther over um, to see if he's willing to come have a look. I'm not sure if he is or not at this stage. Um, if he's not, I'll leave them there for, for now. Otherwise, um, I would like to get Luther to have a look because I think he'd be better at that kind of activity than than myself with my minus one decks. Jacob. Just pull your hands in the air. On the 12th of the 12th, 2022, chest. 20 centimeters tall, 40 centimeters wide, dark brown wood. My guy. <laughs> that's what Tithler remembers, not what Theo remembers. What <laughs> Jacob remembers. Jacob remembers. Yeah. Yeah. Going, casting my mind back. <laughs> a week and a half. <laughs> that, if, if you had that knowledge, it would seem that the description matches the wooden box a bit more closely. Um. Well, regardless, the plan, plan remains. Uh, I'll try and beckon Luther over quickly. Once I'm the just going to give Jacob a goddamn inspiration for note taking. I think we can all appreciate that was some exceptional <laughs> that was note taking. That's unreal. Jacob, not Tithler. Jacob has the inspiration, yeah. not Tithler. <laughs> real, real <laughs> I'm going to use it to save Maisie Peters. <laughs> Tithler has the inspiration, not Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I'm getting called over to. Um, still in the room, still in the, the but practice. Am I, am I is this engaging in criminal activity? Which Stealing last session you such? were really up for, I might add. He I was not. Good he, and I've shown he, no... he was not really up for. Do not give me that bullshit. Luther was trying <laughs> to talk you out of it. Okay, I can get that clip up because Luther was very okay with a, a with planning a heist with me and even had it down to what we would do the next day Man, when Abbott goes into Luther, the Luther did not want you to pin this on Otto because that was your original plan was to try and pin on Otto. Luther was not okay with innocence being blamed. That he was, was okay with maybe checking out the lockbox, but nothing about stealing. Luther was he was curious to know what was in it. I hope I did and, I hope I did okay, Luther well, justice well, check. I'm, I'm not asking to steal yet. He is lawful yeah. good because there was no discussion of anything. Yeah, the, the, you, you were pretty careful, Has, about how you were phrasing it. It didn't come across as you stealing. And the, the plan was when Jonah was given a tour of the asylum, Theo would go in roach form, Luther would go along, and Theo would go and do a bit of a scout out while Luther kept an eye out for him. That's all Luther agreed to, nothing more than that. Okay. okay. Got a lock all right. Well, shall we check out what's inside Luther? We can, but I'm not going to steal. Not just see what it is. It, it could be something important to know about the the abbot or for beating Strad and getting home. Well, first thing we'll do, let's have a quick look for any traps. I highly doubt it, but can't hurt. So, right. um, yeah, let's quickly look at for traps. Uh, Owen? Yeah, could I please get a investigation check, Luther? Cool, cool. I'm going to grab my... I forgot that magnifying I had Magnifying glass? Yes, I'm going to yeah. grab the magnifying glass so then I get... I think it's advantage, advantage. Yeah. Advantage. Yep. Well, then I can't really help much more, so go for it. 
<laughs> I love that GF Theo being like, let me help you. And then Luther just pulls out a magnifying glass and Theo goes, I'll stand in the corner. They <laughs> have <laughs> optics. Alrighty. Ten. We have Not really that ten and a four. Ten. Luther, as you examine the lockbox, the wood is a, a darker wood. It's been stained really, really beautifully. Um, the wood is clearly very, very old. Whatever staining and um, uh, treatment has been done to it has preserved it really, really nicely. But this is old. The metal, you get the sense this was some sort of alloy. You're not sure an alloy of what, though. It does seem quite silvery. Much more, much more reflective and much more lighter silvery metal than, than typical iron would be. But you're not sure what it is, and it is quite tarnished with age. It's not the the mm. metal hasn't been as well cared for as the wood has been. The lock itself, clearly, there's more to it than just this tiny intricate padlock. As you examine it closely, you can see that there's little gears inside. It looks like a very specific key might be needed. But apart from that, it just seems like a lock. If you could get the padlock off, you don't you don't think there'd be any problems. Okay. Locks it open. Well, I'll try a these tools. It seems all good. It might Perfect. be a bit tough, but let's give it a go. Bruno, you on fire? 23. <laughs> I just put out a candle and it's gone everywhere. <laughs> I, was like, I was looking, I was like, I understand your rage does sort of increase body temperature, but like, are you okay? <laughs> Please disregard. For podcast listeners, uh, Raf's camera started filling with smoke. Genuinely, it looked yeah, like a smoke know, machine was going off, I or he love, was enjoying a cigar. <laughs> I would love if, like, while we're doing this, Grinner is just so exhausted, he tries to have a cigarette, just sort of, it didn't just Sits sort of rolls out of his fire. mouth and starts singeing his, like, jacket. God, I wish. Was like, he not out of run cigarette? Out. Yeah. We, discovered, we discovered Grinner's out of tobacco. Oh no! No we wonder a, why he's so angry. We did a dundred <laughs> roll to check in on him, and unfortunately, it was not a good dundred roll. It was a one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's fun. Which is 23, unlikely. Twenty-three for the slider. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Twenty-three for the slider hand. Luther, as you <laughs> don't laugh at that joke, you're only encouraging him as pretty good as you. <laughs> As you pull open, that is such such fucking millennial humor. That isn't it? <laughs> it's just it's just obvious sad humor, which we all love. Welcome to my life. <laughs> As you pull out your thieves' tools, your uh, your lock picks, um, your uh, little metal tools to help sort of go in, you insert them in. You begin, and the first set of lock picks that you enter in immediately break. You feel the tip suddenly shatter. And as you pull the broken lock pick out, it almost looks like it's been cut through. And you watch as emerging from the keyhole, the small shard of metal slowly pushes out and then drops to the floor with a think. Seeing this, you approach the second time much more carefully, pulling out a much sturdier lock pick, pivoting the lock against it, again, using quite a bit of force to hold that in place as you slowly insert the pick and begin feeling for the tumblers, this time much more carefully than you normally would. A few times you feel the metal scrape as if something sharp inside is cutting against it. But eventually, with a 23, you hear the click as the final tumbler goes into place and you turn pivot point and the lock opens. You see the padlock spring open. Okay. Well, do you want to do the honors? I would love to. I reach over and open open the box. Fantastic. I've been told there is no traps, so I have no care for this. Yeah, as you, as you slide that the padlock, I noticed. <laughs> as you slide the padlock off the off the hook, slowly lift the latch and then open the box. I need you to make me 
Uh, you're both of you actually. You're both within range of this. I need you both to make uh, me dexterity saving throws, please. Range? Is it against a spell effect? This is a spell effect. Oh, so I mean, actually, either way, I have um, advantage on this either. So that's good. Oh, that's a bad action. Uh, uh, dexterity, you say? Dexterity saving throw, please. Seventeen for Luther. <laughs> oh, he's got advantage there. That's oh, a six wait, so far. <laughs> that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem appropriate that Luther, who's standing just a little bit further back, does react quicker. I mean, Theo, all your attention is focused on what's in the box. What's in the box? You know, you're not box. paying attention to what's, what's going on. <laughs> As you lift the lid, an explosion of magical force radiates out from the box. This blast of pure white light. Theodore, I need you to please take for me... Oh, mama, that's 21 points of radiant damage. Yeah, uh, yeah. Luther, that is halved for you. Yep, easy done. So just 10 I'm points good. of radiant damage for you. Theo, God, that as this, me out. That would kill you. That would actually kill you. As this blast of radiant damage burns you, Theo, the smell of burnt hair suddenly assails your nostrils as Theo's eyebrows are burned off by the light, your hair singed back, your beard melted against your skin as this blast of radiant energy burns across your flesh um discoloring your scarf the uv light almost like bleeding the colors from it instantly as your green scarf in front fades to this slightly palish off green um luther you just get up in time I probably even your connection to lysander i'd say as well given what you just accomplished i'm gonna say that the radiant energy as well it doesn't have the same like residual effect. almost yeah there's still some some energy within you that protects you from this radiant like sunlight like damage that burns theo as the light dies down you sort of blink against the pain as your corneas are instantly almost dried out <laughs> in a moment like almost flash melted as you sort of blink against it your eyes like sandpaper as you close your lids and as you peer into the box you see a single glass vial with a beautiful stopper depicting an angelic figure praying with angel wings rising up behind it full of this golden liquid I want to drink it so while bad. he I, I look at you and go did you say that actually uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't do that <laughs> but it is golden it did it, it looks like it will be delicious <laughs> Angelic, even? No, 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 no. I shut the lid. We know what's in it. But we don't know what it is. Uh, could, could, while it was open, could I do some kind of roll to see if I know what that was? Yeah, could you make me an arcana check, please? Yep. Unfortunately, I was trying to think if there's any other skills that might help you with this, but actually, I performance? Think only arcana. <laughs> performance. <laughs> I'd like to think back to a play I did in the Feywild, the Twilight Woods. <laughs> we spoke of a golden ambrosia. <laughs> um, 12 on the arcana check. Some sort of potion. Judging by the coloration, judging by the, the appearance, clearly some kind of intense magic given what you now know i mean you've, you've had some hints that there's something a little bit up with the the abbot i'd say it's not out of the question that you would tie this to maybe celestial in origin whatever this potion is but otherwise 
hard to say. You're not even really sure if it's one that you drink. But it's clearly some sort of potion or essence that's you, been you're, distilled. You're what are you meant to do with it then if you're not going to drink it's the It's a suppository. No, um, <laughs> it could be a tincture that you place upon your skin. Yeah, 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 it could yeah. be an essence used to power a spell that's used up as part of a component. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say 100% looking at it, but you do get the sense this is clearly magical and this has something to do with celestials. This seems celestial in origin. All right. Um, but I, I think the abbot is some kind of celestial, but um, maybe we do not take his, his potion. Maybe he needs it to live. Um... Oh, I don't know if I have anything. Do you, do you have anything that we can write with? Anything that we can at least mark it down just so we can show Drunor? He might know more. Um, good point. Um, can oh, I have you, chalk. Can either of you cast Minor Illusion? Mm, I can't. I, don't have, I have no magic. Um, I got Moonbeam. I, that might be hard to create an image of this. I guess you could like go outside and use the moonbeam to burn the image of it into the ground as you slowly move it. <laughs> could you do like skywriting with it? <laughs> Is there anything that I can use chalk on that like that I can uh, then I can take with me? Luther, I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a nice DM. As you stare around the room, bookshelves full of notes, paper quills ink oh, <laughs> you did say lots that. of writing My utensils bad. everywhere you did say that. <laughs> like, yeah no i'm gonna grab some of that and you can I'm see work tables start. where he's been clearly taking notes on medical things like you can see journals that he's been taking showing like diagrams of dissected yeah, creatures like clearly <laughs> there's lots of writing materials there's lots of spare paper and ink look i think a lot happened just then and that gets yeah, fair of like six <laughs> seconds that like i didn't even like and i'm probably even i'm still probably blinking so I've just yeah. noticed all that stuff. Um, but I grab a, a, um, a parchment, I grab a quill, and I, to the best of my ability, um, having it there, looking at it, I'm going to um, copy its image, all the details if I, as much as I can get, so I can show Jonah on a later date who might have more of a chance yeah. at IDing this. And then I put the quill and um, stuff back. Yeah, perfect. And I shut the, the lid. <laughs> And I take it with me, and I quickly... I'm going to glance outside. I'm going to just put my ear out and just see if I hear footsteps or the abbot coming to check in on us. This is perfect timing. As you stare outside the door, you can see Otto and this newcomer, the, the tall, pale elf, walking down the corridor, walking down the, the, the rows of beds. As he gets within probably like 20, 30 feet of you, Killian, he just sort of turns towards you, nods, and then has like a double take as he sees how grievously hurt you are and then you watch as this look of like pity this kind of like half smile goes on his face and he sort of like nods a little bit and like <laughs> just gives you a bit of a look and then as he turns towards Tithler just glances over he stops turns back slowly does almost a bit of a double take <laughs> and then almost surprised turns towards you Killeen and then looks back at Tithla and then turns towards Otto then back at Tithla is is that you? Tania? I look at Theo just like as this is going I look at Theo and I just slowly shut the door (laughs) as quiet as possible this is going on and I just give him the thumbs up that no one noticed and we just just continue Tanya is that is that you? 
Tanya, how... Nudge. She nudge. <laughs> Tither awake. Hello? Tanya. It's it's me. I, 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 I never expected to find you here. Calathard. Um, remember? Um... Yeah, no. Are you... Canathab? Ta oh no. Are you here because of damage to your mind? Um. Did you I find mean, her I... wandering lost the wilderness, my friend? As he turns towards you again, Killian. <laughs> uh. No, I. Excuse me, I found him. Yes, she found me. When we became separated, I was Discuss. concerned that something had happened to you, but. I mean, I, I was hoping that I would find you and the rest of our companions. Where, where um, have they gone? I'm, I'm sorry, what what was the name you're after again? Tanya. Tanya, no. Sorry, no ta ta Tanya. Tanya, Tanya. My name is Tithla. Is this some delusion as a result of madness? I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't think so. It's is me, Calathard. Are you sure you don't recognize Tanya me? Is your friend Tanya a goblin? Yes, of course. You realize I, that not all goblins look alike? And we don't all no, know each I, other. I would recognize that, that hue of green and that perfectly, that beautiful sunlight blonde hair anywhere. I, I, I know it is you. Thank you. Um, maybe, maybe we know each other in different, like, circles? Like, the, I'm not in the same circle, but because, like, I'm not from here, but maybe there's a different version of me that's from here. <gasps> Could you imagine if there was another Tithla running around? We need to go find her. I just slowly put the pillow over my face. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you last see her? We'll help you find her. Oh, it's been some time since I last saw you, Tanya. I, I was separated. How long? A few years at least. No, see, a few years ago... I was at home in, in a different land. Yeah, we, we all were, Tanya, before we were brought here. Yes, yeah, what I, land are you from? <laughs> I said, I'm under the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, just quietly going, where are you from? <laughs> I am from a place called Talia. Beautiful, Ta beautiful world. So you're looking for Tanya from Talia? Yes, she was quite proud of that. Her parents named her after the goddess of our world. That's pretty cool. Named you after the goddess of our world. Uh, Sh no, show no, me no. the back of your hand. Um, I would prefer please. a please. Please. Okay. And Tithla will hold out her hand like all dainty-like. <laughs> that proves it. Tanya never had any tattoos on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> she kept them unblemished, untarnished by rings. That proves uh. it's you. I, th I think we might be aligning things that aren't meant to be aligned here. I, 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 there are many things I've forgotten in my time wandering this dangerous I land, but causation it. and correlation, I am sure, are still the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm confident that is still the case. And I, I know that you feel that way, but I don't see it that way. You look so similar. It is... Even the way you're dressed. The, the, the blue cloak. Yellow tunic. Well, I'm, I'm from a different land. So perhaps there are just similar versions of us. 
of me and and Tanya in in the across. Maybe we are linked somehow, but we're not one. Could you make me a persuasion check, please? Of course, I. Can. I was going to give you disadvantage, but that's actually pretty compelling, and I, I can't I can't find any reason to grant it to you. Well, I already have a negative one on this. That's so a it's fine. Is that- I saw the stealth check from Grinner, and I thought for a second that was your persuasion check. Grinner, what are you what are you doing with a natural one in stealth? No, nothing. That was that was a slip. I was fiddling okay. around with stuff. Oh, that's fine. Uh, oh, I got ten, a ten persuasion check. <laughs> that seems rather unlikely. No, I'm I'm sure it must be you. Okay, well, why don't you ask me a question? I'll see if I remember. Uh, what's your favorite color? Blue. Okay, I'll ask you a question and you see if you know it about me. Okay. What's my hair color? Blonde. (gasps) You knew! (laughs) Yes, I see. I told you. It is you, Talia. Something's happened to your memory. Something awful. You've... I wonder if... I wonder if a modify memory spell has been cast upon you. Wait, are you saying that I don't really have parents? Oh, no, you do. You have wonderful parents. I met them many times when I visited you back at your house. Does Theo not exist? Did Theo lie to me this whole time? I'm not sure who this Theo is, but it is very possible they're a figment of your imagination and your delusions. Oh no. I thought coming here was going to fix everything. That's only made it worse. Uh, Next to you, Nikolai turns towards you and, like, looks at Killian, who's not helping right now. (laughs) Goes, um, Diddler. Uh, Theo is real. We, we traveled with him. Like I met you in, I met you in uh, in Valaki. You, oh. you helped help defeat the gnome Raspip and drive him away and, and save my sister and I. And I. He was just here a moment ago. He's he's just gone into the next. He's just through that door there. Uh, he is here. He's he's real. Well, I I thought so, but I mean, I had my thought, and then someone said maybe I had a incorrect thought, and I I just assumed that they were right. You watch yeah. as Nikolai sort of shrugs a bit, not sure how to answer that question. <laughs> I think I think you must be mistaken. This is de- there is definitely a different version of Tifler. Are you, are you sure? I mean, you are yeah. a patient here too. It is possible you're suffering from the same delusions that she is. No, it's definitely not any sort of... De- I mean, you say that it is very unlikely, but you, you it is like also incredibly no unlikely to be... Uh, yes, but it is also incredibly unlikely to be dragged into a world in between worlds where different people come from different places. Oh, look, we're here! <laughs> so I'm sorry, strange. we're not anywhere. We haven't gone anywhere, Killian. Have we not? No, we, we, we've just been sitting here. Um, I think I think uh, it's best if, if, if you both get some more rest. And, and, and Tanya, I hope that... Uh, that after a bit of rest, that? I'll stay why here by you your here? side. Why, why are you here? Are you here to get help? No, no, I'm, so... I'm fine. I was looking for my friends, for, for you and the rest of our companions. And what were their names? See if I remember. Yes, of course. There is Krezak. Uh, he's a large man. He's very, very strong. So frame. We're in the city of Krez. Yes, I, it was a rather strange coincidence yeah, when we first crazy. came here. It's why I thought to look for him here. He, he's uh-huh. not the most intelligent of, of men. I, I thought when we first came here, he did... Uh, he try to uh, to claim to be the king, the long lost king of this town. But that's that's peculiar based on a first name. I think yes. you might have more luck with a surname. He has no surname, as as far as I'm aware. 
As far as he's aware, I don't think he has one. Yeah, I mean, we... On all the contracts that we've signed, he's only ever signed with a big K. See, I have a friend who just smiles with a smiley... Like, signs with a smiley face. Do you? Who's that? His name's Grinner. Can't you work it out, smiley Grinner? (laughs) Sorry. My bad. (laughs) It's obvious now in hindsight. Um... (laughs) How many people? How many people were part of your party? Four of us: myself, Tania, Krezak, and Boris. And and so it's been a couple of years. Well, uh, yes, it has been some time since I saw the rest of. You. I mean, I was separated quite a quite a while ago. Um, and what were you all doing? Well, we were looking for a way out. Surely you remember. Excuse me. Well, we, I... we were we were travelling from uh, from uh, one of the major port cities, Port Lassai. Uh-huh. So we were on our way, taking a cart. A mist began to roll in. When the mist cleared, we found ourselves in this, in this dark land. We, Travelled round a little bit, passed through the town of uh, Barovia, um, eventually began to make our way west. We were travelling with a group of Vistani. The Vistani were, were quite lovely and quite friendly at first, and then, um, well, turns out not all Vistani are very friendly. The, the group we Wait, had shacked up with were not. You know what? I've had similar experiences. I see your memory. Not the same, not the same. I wasn't there. No, no, I think you were. I think this is your memory coming back. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, we, we <laughs> skipped. Was you were going? We skipped through the town of Alaki. We, we we decided that place was uh, was not a safe place for us to be, and the, the continual. Did uh, you did you talk to Rel? No, I don't, who's Rel? Mm, so this is why it's different. I know Rel. It was the could just, be, could just be a delusion. I mean, you thought you had a friend called Theo as well. No, he says I do. She she definitely does. It's, I'm 100% sure on that. It's Nikolai nods definitely, and says def- over again. Definitely does. <laughs> this is a safe He's just out the door. In the other room. I see I see no figures here. What what does this Theodore look like? Uh, you'll, you'll, when you see him, you'll go, mm-hmm, that's a Theodore. Well, no, but it's important that we get a baseline for where your, your mind is at. Describe him to us. What does well, he look why, like? don't, why don't you describe what you think a Theodore would look like? Uh, he'd be a, a very strong, muscular fellow. Um, yes, correct. Uh, maybe not, maybe not particularly intelligent, but he would be very, very, very correct. strong, very fast. Correct. Very physical in nature. Correct. A hundred percent. Nailed him. There you go. Some might even say he's got animalistic instincts. Ah, oh, pr- predatory, keen sense, perhaps. Oh well, yes. he's more goat-like. Goat-like. Huh? What's up? Goats are natural He's, predators. You're you're mm-hmm. you're verging back on delusion. How could someone be goat-like? You mean like they appears like a goat, like a bit of a beard and yeah, and shoes on tins. Shoes on tins. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a phrase I picked up from somebody. I'm not sure where. I, uh, human teeth can't can't cut through metal. Well, no, because he's got the goat teeth. I think we're getting sidetracked here. Why don't we stay on point here, okay? I'm really sorry that you don't have your Tanya, but Ta- I Tanya. really... Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. 
I'm pretty Tanya. sure she's Tanya to me right now. He doesn't say that. I'm sorry, I don't understand the joke. Sorry. This is an apart gravity. <laughs> sorry. Tom enjoyed it. <laughs> he turned his camera back on just so I could see his little laugh. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> That's support. Exactly. That's support. Thank you. Okay, I've got a friend who is somewhat of a cleric. Hey, why don't we see them? And they can have a look over both of us and see if one of us has our mind been meddled with. That sounds wonderful. What's a cleric? I, I, it's like a healing person. Sounds good. I would have normally recommended a doctor. Wouldn't yeah, okay. I've got a, a follow-up question. Yes, of course. What's a doctor? A person who trains at a, a university for many years in the arts of physical medicine. And I have medicine. another question. Yes. What's a university? Uh, institution, education of, of learning, where people go um, and one study. One more question. Yes. What's an institution? A big building. Ah, it's like the man. Like you stick it to the man. Maybe you're not Tanya after all. Tanya loved the man. <laughs> Are you the man in this scenario? No, 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 no. We were, we were close friends, that's all. No, no, no. I, metaphorically speaking, Tanya quite quite liked authority, and she studied very hard at university. I, I find it hard to believe in any significant, even with significant brain damage, that you would forget this, Tanya. I am um, significant brain damage. One, I take some <laughs> offence <laughs> at the implication that I have significant brain damage. Well, you don't remember any of our time together. Uh, perhaps this didn't happen. So, how would you? like to check if I have my memories all correct. Mr. Doctor Man? Oh no, I, I'm no doctor. What do you do? I, I, uh, I, I'm an, uh, an artificer. I, I work with, with uh, an magic. An artificer. Art artificer. Artificer. Close enough. Okay. I don't have a clue what that is. Yeah, me either. I, 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 I work with uh, the, the conjunction. The melding point between the weave and contraptions and invention. Oh, an artificer. Ah. That is at least what we call it. Oh, where we come if, from. I guess if you or wanted to pronounce it incorrectly, you could say it like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, in the brief, I was not told this character's a twat, but it does seem to have evolved in that direction. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, like Once we started down this road of like you asking questions about what a university is and he started like giving that, I was like, he's sort of melding into more of like a slightly insufferable intellectual type. He's <laughs> now evolved. I'm so sorry. Well, if you wanted to say it incorrectly, you could say it like that, I'm sure. Yes. Um, no, let's carry on saying it incorrectly. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> listeners. The podcast listeners. Uh, Josh does an incredibly good wide-eyed what the fuck face. I really like it. That's a really good I'm so done with this shit face. That's uh I almost want to turn over and go to sleep. I'm gonna I'm I'm tempted to get like a screenshot of that and use that as a reference for any character art that I do with that expression. It's really good. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Well, Tanya. Tithla. I'm not sure. Should I should I go along with the delusion and, and address you as Tithla? Is that just going to reinforce this so I new identity you've created for yourself? Acknowledge that that the person is experiencing that world, but that perhaps you're not experiencing that same world. 
I, I, can I take advice from you? I would normally take advice from Tanya. Medical advice, sure. Yes. I guess if there's enough of you there, I will... Yes. How about... Teethla. Why don't we have... A thumb war? And then we what? decide who's right. It's where you hold hands, and but not like that. Um, and you see who can hold the other thumb down first. And you go one, two, three, four. I, I declare, declare thumb war. Yes, Tanya Do used to love this game when she was you. younger. It's coming back to you. <laughs> I love that you're trying to reverse this. This is great. Um, well, as as per our tradition, I guess we can sort this out with a thumb war. Well, then we'll, we can do the, the traditional flourish that we do to begin the game after the countdown. Of course. Of course. Uh, alrighty, on the count of three. One. One, two, three. Two. What flourish does Tifla do? I declare a thumb oh. So I need to know as the DM because he's going to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Tisla um, yep. does it as they're holding hands yep. to then push and release hands, yep. spin around 360 yep. and then catch hand again. He does it as well. Oh my God. We are connected. He then, like... he then uses his thumb to pin your thumb while you're distracted. <laughs> Could you please roll me a slider hand check, please? My as you thumb. Do thumb <laughs> uh, slide a hand. I can do slide that. Slide a hand check, please. That's a 19. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Tisla, um, despite it. getting an early lead... <laughs> bring it. <laughs> despite despite getting an early lead, your nimble, dexterous fingers very quickly... Uh, you pull your thumb free from Calathard's grip and expertly and very, very quickly pin his thumb. Ha-ha! One, two, three, and then... All the way. Oh, I win! You, you, you did win. Just like always. Wait, no. No, you. We've you never, never done this before. You never used to win thumb wars. I, maybe it's not you. Maybe uh, there is something here. I should say something else, Tithler. His mm. his grip, very strong, mm -hmm. but very cold as well. There's no warmth to him. Oh, yeah. Tissler just has the name Damien flash in the back of her mind. <laughs> I'm not... Maybe I have made a mistake. Well, what's your What's your favourite weapon? That's my bow. No, it's words. Um, What's your favourite oh, food? I love words. I love words. I just don't like to use them to hurt people. Words are like my favourite activity. No, that's not right. What's your favourite food? My favorite food, just noodles it's covered with like, you know, the bark that you can pull from the tree and it's stringy and you do that. And then once you wring it out, you get some of the juices that dribbles down into it. Mwah! What in sanity's name is a noodle? It's, it's what happens when that you- description you gave is horrific. I, Tanya would never be seen eating anything yeah. other than meat she herself had, had carefully prepared. Salted um, and seasoned to perfection, lightly cooked. I'm sorry, ripeness. what? I th no, season is like the weather. You don't weather food. Oh dear, I've made a terrible mistake. I, I don't think you are Tanya. You do look a lot like her, though. I think I might be Tanya. Tanya. <laughs> Again, not all goblins look alike. Take me with you. I, 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 I am aware not all goblins look the same. Please, I'm a learned man. I've read. 
Bilgin's taxonomy of goblins many times quick, before. Quick question. Um, yes. What's a taxonomy and what's a learned? Mm, Tanya would know those words. I think I've made a horrible mistake. No, take me with you. <laughs> I, I, what would I'm Tanya say? She'd, th- she'd think I had just replaced her. Well, that's what you're trying to do, isn't it? No, I'm I trying to find her. <laughs> hmm. No, I think I, this is all wrong. What is your name, good fellow? The one who keeps trying to climb back into bed. It's quite rude, you know, not to engage with people when they're talking with you. Yeah, Killian. Elbows in. Hang on a minute. I suppose you are recovering from horrific wounds. Yes, you did tell me to lay down. I did, uh, yes. Apologies, good sir. Uh, Please, I I beg your forgiveness. Uh, What is your name? Shall we start again? Oh, no, he's vanished. (laughs) 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 He's a bit shy sometimes if you talk to him too quickly. Was that Josh legit dropping out? I think yeah, so. it was it, it was Josh legit before. dropping out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so appropriate. You watch as Killian sits up too quickly and then just faints. He's back. <laughs> it just wake. came up on my screen. Oh snap! Something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> as as you slowly sit up and open your eyes, um, you watch as uh, as Kalithar goes. Sorry, please. Maybe we should start again. Uh, I am Kalithar. Uh, and my name is Killian, and this is. My friend. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I don't want to speak out. It's a very pretty name. Turn, Killian, but um, that bite on your neck, it um, looks rather. How do I put it? Painful? Infected? Painful, infected? Draining? Draining. There is another word I, I. Trying to sort of skirt around. It's a rather infected. scary word. I don't want to, to give you a, a bit of a fright. Almost there. It starts with a V. Vam. Pyrrhic? Pyrrhic. Oh, I thought yes. you were going to say venomous. Well, that is also another good word. It's funny you yeah, bring that you. up. Um, obviously, many hypotheses as to how vampires are able to, to spread and they're, they're, I mean one of the older theories was that it was a type of venom I mean we now understand that it's a, almost like a, a, a biological and, and magical component similar to like a, a curse bound through a, a, a microbial infection no sorry I'm, I'm you don't care about any of that um, no no please continue I very much care I'm the, trying to learn about very me. nearly asleep <laughs> The, 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 uh, the, I was told the abbot here was um, a rather accomplished healer, and I, I was hoping maybe that I could find my companions, perhaps, uh, amongst his flock. It's said that some people stay here for some time if they have faced horrors, and, uh, well, my companions and I did uh, were in rather a bit of a pickle when I last saw them at Yester Hill. Um, I, can I let you in on a little secret? Of course. He's, he's just healed me. I was very unwell. Um, and he's also just been healing my friend. So he might be a bit tired and might have gone to bed. You're welcome to grab one of these other beds till the morning. Oh, um, well, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not that sleepy. And, uh, That's I, I don't, okay. I don't really need to sleep per se, but I could, I could sit on the edge of the bed and wait for the abbot to return. You said he was, he was busy at the moment? Yeah, he was just looking after my friend, Mr. Smiley Sign. Mr. Smiley Sign. First yeah, name Smiley, signed. second name Sign? Oh, his name is Grinner. I was just trying to be cute. Oh, 
Apologies. So first name Grinner, second name Smiley Sign? No, it's like your Krezek. It's just one name. Oh. Whereas your Krezek signs with a big K, Grinner signs with a little smiley face. Krezak, please. Krezak. It's hard to see my own handwriting sometimes when I'm scribbling while having a conversation. I also feel that I would that we would get told off by Theodore if we did not ask what happened at Yester Hill. Well, it was uh, rather a dangerous spot. We were uh, investigating there. Um, obviously, uh, Boris is, a, as you remember, Tania, a rather accomplished yes. druid, and he was curious to see if the druids here were similar to his circle back home. They were not. Blighted, okay. some might say. Some might say, indeed, their use of uh, uh, Florenicus uh, spicarius, uh, uh, the, the, the twig blights, as you might know them, were, uh, yeah, indubitably, we ran into some trouble. That's not very good. Um, and you said you ran away and they all ran away? Or well, we, 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 we were in a rather tricky spot, a, a rather large blight, a rather overgrown specimen of that taxonomy had uh, emerged from the hill and... We uh, had to split up to try and uh, draw its attention away from each other. If we'd stayed as a single group, it would have stepped on us and crushed us underneath. It's rather large. Naturally. Yes. So, you ran away? We all did. In all different directions. And you didn't... And you haven't seen any of them since? No, I've been trying my best to find them, but uh, I've even been back to Yesterhill once or twice uh, at night when I've been able to uh, to use my, my natural... Uh, stealth to hide in the darkness, but uh, not had any luck, and uh, following their tracks has been rather complicated. The uh, creature, the large twig blight, the uh, the overgrown example of its kind, maybe some sort of uh, druidic gigantism. It, anyway, it had rather messed what? up the tracks, and not really my area of expertise tracking. I I think we were had it on the cards to maybe go and look at some rumours that we'd heard about a druidic group that had gone silly. Would you like to come with us? Oh, indeed. Uh, no, I, I don't want to go anywhere near Yesterhill ever again. Well, you already said you'd gone there a couple of times. That was the last time you saw yes, your friends. Yes, the last time. The last time I went there, they they almost caught me. I was I was. Uh, th- there are magical wards set up at uh, near certain trees. Um, if you get too close, then the trees start screaming to draw the attention of the druids. It was a rather horrific experience. I would like to add. Do you Practicing. think maybe you could help take us there if that's where we're going to go? Not not well, right there, but sort of nearish. I guess I could lead you part of the way there. Yes, that's yeah. not too far out of my way. Thanks. That sounds like fun. And then we can maybe hope and find Krezak, Boris, and Tania. Oh, please. From Talia. 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 It's Tania a minute ago. T- t- no, T- Tanya's the goblin's name, oh. my friend, and Talaya is our Talaya. world, the world we're from. The, where they're from. Oh, yes, right. Are you not paying attention to any of this? I'm trying to, to but... To I be just... fair, Tithla, he does seem rather injured. Uh, if this if this abbot is such a good healer, why hasn't he done anything for your horrific, frankly, nauseating neck bites? Can I... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a hold on you right there. That horrific, disgusting neck bite was arguably the middle of the priority list. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Stifler's injuries were quite bad, and well, no, you know, getting bitten by the lord of this land is in the middle of uh, the category. As his eyes go wide, he takes a step back. Oh dear. Um, but we're well, still here because we're super tough. If you've super drawn tough. his attention, no offense, but I, um, I, I'd rather not uh, get too close to any of you. You'll not be around much longer. Well, we're not touching. That's okay. You're over there. I'm over here. I am over there. That is true. And and I, I, I may take one more step back, just, just in case. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought we were going to be friends. We, no, we still can't be friends. That's just I have to. Okay. I have to emotionally prepare myself for your imminent and brutal, uh, awful demise. It's okay. I'll just prepare myself for when you abandon us, like everyone else does. Oh. You watch as uh, his face sort of falls a little bit. He looks around and goes, uh, "Which which way did the abbot go?" I I don't know. I've been in bed. That way, and I point in the direction that you went. Oh, but I just came from that direction. No, the other way. Oh right. Well, let's go. If have you a look see then. my skin on the ground, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's better now. He pauses, having turned away slightly slowly looks up and back at you, shakes himself and goes, nope, no follow-up questions. All right. <laughs> Not a metaphor. <laughs> um, Theo and Luther, uh, the doors at the end open and we're going to finish tonight's session as uh, the doors to the abbot's uh, study open up. Grinner, you're still seated there as well, having just been through pretty horrific circumstances as uh, as this figure walks in and goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Which one of you is the uh, is the abbot? I'm looking for a rather proficient healer. Uh, as he looks across is, at all of you. That is me. I am the abbot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that deception check just before we finish, shall we? <laughs> I do want to say I described my friend that is part goat. Yes, so you did. I don't, <laughs> he didn't. He thought I was a figment of your imagination, though. That's <laughs> yeah, fair play. That is very fair play. Uh, let's have a peekaroo. Um, let's go. Oh my god! One. <laughs> that's three from this session on the night one. Wow. Yep. Actually, yeah, you know man. what I would say? I would obviously like. I would. I'd probably facepalm. <laughs> he said that. So I think that says it all. Yeah. Um, we're gonna deal with the fallout of that later, but the, there is one more thing I want to end on before we finish, and that's actually Jonal and the Abbot. Jonal. As the abbot leads you upstairs, up the spiral stone, uh, sorry, up the spiral wood staircase to the upper levels, where you haven't actually yet been, the sound of music, gentle strumming of a harp, begins to grow a little bit louder as you walk upstairs. And as the abbot opens the doors from this hallway leading off the staircase into a large open room where a bed has been set up, there's chest of drawers and a beautiful ornate harp wreathed in gold leaf sitting in the middle of the room and on a stool playing it you see a pale woman covered crisscrossing scars who looks very very familiar very similar to Irina Ismark's sister, who you left back in Valaki. And as the doors open and the abbot leads you through, 
uh, he shakes his head and goes, Hey, no mind to Vesilka. Uh, Vesilka, please, do not let us disturb you. Get back to your practicing. Huh? You must be uh, must get much better by the time you are uh, ready to go to the castle. And in a voice that sounds again so eerily familiar, you watch as the scarred woman smiles at you, Jono, giving you this beautiful smile. Yes, of course. I will get back to my scales at once. And then turns and begins playing once more. That is where I think we will wrap up for tonight. That sounds like weird. a good spot. Mm. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Thank you so oh, much for joining us, everybody. It is wonderful to see all your gorgeous faces once again. Uh, we are going to be uh, doing a raid into another channel like we always do at the end of our raids. Looks like Corsair's Cove are up. We should definitely go raid Corsair's Cove and show them some love. So we will definitely go across and do that. For those of you watching on YouTube and listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us once again. Um, remember, YouTube members, you will have had early access to this, uh, 24 to 48 hours early access. As soon as I upload the videos, you get access to them. So you've gotten to listen to this much, much earlier than everybody else. That's just part of our massive thank you for being a YouTube member. And there's some fun stuff coming as well, including some Let's Plays that I'm going to be doing with YouTube members. I'll be letting you know when they're planned. They'll be coming up in the, in the near future once I finish moving house. And uh, anyone who's a YouTube member will be welcome to come and join me on some of the multiplayer games we'll be playing. And I'll let you know when they're going live. So that should be lots and lots of fun. Until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again really, really soon. But until then, goodbye, everybody. Farewell. Bye. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>